Friday morning. Welcome into Bonnie and Friends, WDAY Radio. Happy Christmas weekend. Some of you have snuck out of town already. Many of you will be leaving today or tomorrow. Safe travels to all of you. And a reminder, Christmas Day, we will have special programming for you beginning at 5 a.m., right when you would hear Bonnie and Friends. We have a Bonnie and Friends Christmas special that we put together for you, and that'll run all day long on Christmas Day. We hope you have a chance to tune into that. You'll hear a lot of music along with memories from your favorite personalities right here on WDAY Radio. We do have some fog out there. It's a little thicker on the North Dakota side, or at least it was when I was traveling in this morning. Visibility is reduced, so heads up for that as you travel. You might encounter some heavier pockets depending on where you're at. Right now it is mild out there, 36 degrees. Our winds are out of the south at 8 miles an hour, and we are looking for those areas of fog today. Otherwise, it'll be cloudy, 39 for our high temp, winds light and variable. Tomorrow, 43 for our high. Sunday, Christmas Eve, 37. Monday, Christmas Day, 33 for our high temp. And the only problem potentially for holiday travel would be on Sunday, Christmas Eve. There is light rain in the forecast. However, some parts of our listening area might see some freezing rain, sleet, and snow mixed in. And roads could become slick as the high is expected around 37 as that temperature drops. So just a heads up for that if you are doing any traveling this holiday weekend. A Fargo man who was arrested and charged with profiting from prostitution in East Grand Forks will serve nearly four years in prison. 40-year-old Aaron Evenson arranged for a woman to have sex for money multiple times. Police also found drugs and paraphernalia in the hotel room he had been staying in, along with abusive text messages and death threats on his phone, which were sent to the woman. Evenson was arrested last December. The man who crashed his car after he fled from Grand Forks police faces multiple charges. 29-year-old Juan Gutierrez faces felony charges of fleeing police and reckless endangerment, along with misdemeanor charges for drug paraphernalia and leaving the scene of an accident. Some teachers have been removed from Wilkinson Elementary School in Williston following reports of students being physically or psychologically abused. Administrators say the teachers were immediately removed after the reports were received. Police are investigating. The school district says the safety of their students is of utmost importance and they will continue to work with police as that investigation continues. According to the Census Bureau, North Dakota has reached a new record population of 783,926 people. The increase follows a dip in population that occurred between 2020 and 2021. North Dakota is among 42 states that gained population last year. Well, it's not certain what area saw the most growth. Officials say Fargo and West Fargo account for much of it. Minneapolis man accused of holding five stolen French bulldog puppies hostage for ransom is dead after being shot multiple times in North Minneapolis. Police are searching for his murderer. Mikhail Patton was charged two weeks ago with felony theft for taking the puppies worth an estimated $75,000. In court documents, prosecutors say Patton was demanding $20,000 in ransom for the puppies, which he said the owner owed him. Next generation of porch pirates have arrived in the Twin Cities. Police say they're now dressing up in delivery driver uniforms and stealing packages off people's front steps. Doorbell security video shows one porch pirate in an Amazon uniform walk up to a porch, take packages, and leave. 
St. Louis Park Police say they're averaging about a half dozen package thefts a week. And a woman who grew up on a Minnesota Christmas tree farm is one of the next contestants on the new season of The Bachelor. 25-year-old Daisy Kent is an account exec from Becker, Minnesota. Her Bachelor show bio says she had a storybook childhood and wants to become a best-selling author. She likes singing in her car. At the top of her lungs, the new season begins January 22nd for all of you who are into that show. Jace is chuckling. As he loves I it. am not into that show, Lauren. I'm not either, but the young adults are. I know my oldest daughter and her girlfriends in college anyway, they were big into The Bachelor and Bachelorette. I think there was once upon a time, there was one season I watched with the wife. Yeah. That was those, are, those are like... 13, 26, however many episodes there are, those yeah. are like 13 hours of my life I'll never I get bet. back. I've never even watched an entire episode. I've seen like snips as you're flipping through the channel. You watch for maybe two, three minutes. You're like, nah, I'm not watching Well, they this. show up the first day they get out of the limo and they're just like, oh my gosh, I think I love him. And you're just like, you don't even know him and you're in, the, in this perfect world where everybody's waiting on you hand and foot. I mean, there's a reason why these, well, these relationships don't work out after. And it's also a reality show and there's a lot of garbage that goes on behind oh, the yeah. scenes. We had a young lady from Fargo, uh, originally from Moorhead-Dilworth area, mm-hmm. who was on last season or whatever. I remember her when she the was Golden a little, Bachelor? Little girl. No, no. She, <laughs> she's my daughter's age, so she's like 27. <laughs> and I remember when she was this big. <laughs> and and I was like, oh, the Golden Bachelor. Oh, That's yeah, okay. another <laughs> one. I haven't even watched that one. Oh. No, I don't, I'm not into reality shows. Neither am I. Yeah. Especially because sometimes they have to kind of do things to kind of create some type of conflict right, on there. it's just garbage. It's trumped and, up stuff behind the scenes. And then they want people to kind of over-exaggerate it. And it's just like, dude, just, you know, that's why, to me, the best reality TV is sports. I like documentaries because that's real. But that is Sports doc- is real, you, too. That you have to document it, then you put it on TV. You're not, it's not as it's happening like sports. Okay. Is James off today, by the way, or is he still sleeping? I would assume he's still sleeping. I mean, I slept in a little bit today. It snooze a few too many times, and then it's awful, awful foggy out this it morning. It is foggy out. I um, did your sports this morning because I thought, is he off today and he forgot that's to why me that he's off? That's, that's why, why it looks a little different. That's why it's so wordy. <laughs> I didn't. I just like <laughs> copied and pasted it from our news prep service, so you get what you get. You blame James. Uh, James, where are you at, my man? All right, let's see. Uh, Vikings are going to try and stay in contention for the NFC North title as they play the uh, Detroit Lions this weekend. Vikings are 7-7, seven and seven, Bonnie. The yeah. uh, uh, Detroit Lions are 10-4. and four. I mean... To some extent, for all practical purposes, with the uh, uh, Packers losing to the Buccaneers last weekend and the Vikings losing to the Bengals, uh, it's kind of down to where if the Lions beat the Vikings this weekend, mm-hmm. I think the Lions are going to wrap up that division because they'd be at le- 11 wins. The best the Vikings could do would be to get yeah. to nine. So this is a big weekend seven for Seven and seven's not a great season. It's not the worst. I mean, they've, they've had struggles early on. And- here's here's a problem, and I've had, you know, we've had uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, which we'll get to in a second. Um, be like this for a long time. We've mm-hmm. I've had you know favorite NFL teams or college teams do this. When you're that eight and eight, when you you win half your games yeah. and lose half, you're not bad. You're, a- you're average. You're not good enough to make it anywhere if you can't even qualify for the playoffs. And you're not bad enough to get that top overall pick that can really change oh, your franchise. That's true too. So you're yeah. stuck in this mediocrity level for eternity it feels yeah. like and that's yeah. kind of what happens a lot of times to the minnesota sports that we follow so we closely. had good hopes from the season but it's not been panning out so well, well kirk got hurt justin jefferson got hurt uh just i mean you start off the year you lose to to tampa and philly and 
I forget the other two, but they they started zero and three, one and four. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It's tough to rebound from that. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to host the Lions this weekend, and uh, looks like uh, starting running back Alexander Matson, starting quarterback uh, Byron Murphy, and starting right tackle Brian O'Neill all missed yesterday's practice with injuries. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean uh, that they'll miss the game. I haven't looked at the injury report myself to know if that's limited participation. You know, completely out of what what the odds of them playing this weekend, and, that, are. and that's a noon game, by the way, on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it's not a good enough matchup to be the prime time. Really <clears throat> Minnesota Timberwolves won last night. They got back in the win column with the one eighteen one eleven win over the Los Angeles Lakers, who were without LeBron James last night. Uh, Lakers got out to an early lead. Minnesota led for most of the game. It was a game that the they felt like the Timberwolves were in control last night when I was watching, but at the same time, the Lakers were always just kind of hanging around, hanging around. Anthony Edwards had led the team 27 points. Carl Anthony Towns chipped in with 21. Uh, Carl left the game late with looked like maybe a, a thigh contusion. That's mm-hmm. the way uh, he kind of landed. I'm hoping it's nothing serious. I have to double-check, see if there's any update on that. Rudy Gobert had a double-double, 15 points, 13 boards, also three blocks. Uh, Wolves are still in the top of the Western Conference. They are now 21-6. and six. Uh, Minnesota visits Sacramento uh, tomorrow night uh, out in California. Minnesota Wild continued to scratch out some wins. Kirill Kaprizov, for the second game in a row, got an overtime goal as they beat the Montreal Canadiens 4-3 in overtime of the X. Uh, Matt Boldy and Marco Rossi. And, and just for clarification, you're supposed to say his name that way. Okay. Some people don't know that. It's either Rossi yeah. or it's, you just say it like a upper Midwest go Rossi. <laughs> those are the two ways. Rossi. Those are the two ways he wants it. And, and uh, Oh, he's one of those. Is he a diva of the no, wild? No, he's he's from Europe. I forget just which country. Just pronounce my name right? Yeah, just pronounce it correctly. Rossi. Uh, but James can't roll his R, so he has to call him Rossi. He can't roll his R? No. He, didn't he have Spanish classes in high school? I don't know. I didn't have Spanish class. You know what? You know what? You know what? Foreign language. Right. Yeah, we practiced and practiced to roll our R's in Spanish class. Do you know what foreign language we had in my high school when I was a kid? The only one that we had English, German. <laughs> oh, German. Well, did you take it? No. Oh, <laughs> obviously that's why I know so many words in German. <laughs> the Germans. <laughs> anyway, uh, Matt Boldy and Marco Rossi each scored in the first period to give uh, the Wild a two nothing lead, but Montreal came back. Uh, Brock Favor. Faber, the University of Minnesota graduate, uh, gave him another lead before, oh, jeez. Some guy scored with three your, minutes left. Your Slavowski. I mean, yeah, maybe your, like maybe your son-in-law, Milos, could pronounce that correctly. Um, with about three, uh, three minutes left in regulation to send the game in overtime, but Kaprizov ended it in overtime. Um, what's this last article? Vikings are going to have a safer turf at U.S. Bank Stadium next season. Mm-hmm. Minnesota Sports Facility has approved a $1.3 million plan to replace Minnesota's slit film turf with turf called Global Extreme Turf DX. Mm-hmm. They don't forget the DX. Important stuff. The former uh, has the highest rate of lower body non-contact injuries among all turfs in the NFL. Mm. Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson suffered a hamstring injury while playing on the surface. I don't know how that has a do to do with the playing surface. During week five, and he didn't return, the new turf has a lower rate of non-contact injury, and the Vikings will begin installing it after the season in February mm. is expected to be ready for the start of next season. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, college basketball yesterday. Uh, South... Do we care about that? I don't know. Well, I know that you don't. South Dakota State beat Norfolk State, and USD lost to the other USD, 69-66. I'll let you guys. They were there. They were available. I'll I'll let you guys figure out which USD beat the other USD. Okay. All I know is that this game was in three points. They played uh, 
uh, UC Irvine and UC Bakersfield out there, or Cal State Bakersfield out there, and both games were like, well, the one was a 20-point loss, and the other one was like the other team scored like 119 or something Yikes. against them, and I'm like, uh, I don't know how you can score that many points in a college game. And that's your look at localish sports. There you go. Again, it is foggy out there, so Very be careful foggy. as you're traveling throughout the region here with the milder temps comes the fog. Cloudy today, 39 for our high. Winds will be light and variable, 28 for our low. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, patchy morning fog, 43 for the high temp. I know Dino's been saying we could see some more record temps. I don't know if we hit a record yesterday or not. We'll we'll, find out on that. We'll find out, but it's one of those things, too, where um, the the temps being so warm, we're just kind of like, we're having multiple record highs Mm -hmm. this month. and And that's why I asked Dean, like, last week, it's like, when we have record temperatures like this, how many records you know can we hit? Like, if you go back and look at the record highs for mm-hmm. this time for December, how many times did that record all time record high came in the same month and same year? Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, excuse me, not the same month, but the same year. So, you given Dean homework to do. No, he did it last time, and he kind of you know said that sometimes there is our um, unseasonably warm, and it kind of you do end up setting a, a several records, but mm-hmm. it doesn't always happen like you're hitting record record right, every day. Right. So, well, uh, travel wise uh, mm-hmm. here locally, if we have any issues, it'll come on Sunday, Christmas Eve. Cloudy, yeah. looks like light rain for the metro, but some parts mm-hmm. of our listening area could see freezing rain, sleet, and snow, and roads could become slippery. Is so, that, just heads up for that. Is that out to the west? Then I think. Um, well, well could, west and north, probably. It just depends on what that temperature is at, too. Yeah. You know, some areas will go down by the yeah. freezing mark. So just to, just to pay attention. I, I do know that my parents made it out to Rapid City. Obviously, no problems yesterday. Yep. They might have to sit The problem is that, is that getting to Aberdeen on Sunday, that may or may not happen. Oh, they just, yeah. Stay put if the weather doesn't yeah. look good where you're at. And Dino will be in, like, I don't know, less than an hour. He'll have more details. And then Monday, Christmas Day, mostly cloudy. Could see some flurries, but calm. Mm-hmm. 33 for the high right now. Foggy, 36. South winds at 8 miles an hour. We've got a phone call here. Good morning, friend. Who's this? Good morning, Bonnie, Al. Hi, Al. Are you on the road already this morning? Yes, I am up at Grand Forks. The, the roads are a little frosty up here. Mm-hmm. so Oh, they are. Do they, very slow down. do they have the fog up there, too? No, no, not much. It's just a, a heavy mist. Mm. Oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, I see. The weather service said there was a potential for mist. Okay, so you're getting that up in the Northern Valley. Yeah, yeah. So the roads and the, and the windshields are very frosted over right now. What are you yeah. doing up there? I thought you only went to Wisconsin. <laughs> well, I'm loading pasta, so I got to I got to take my pasta to Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. you just got to have a load to take to Wisconsin, Bonnie. Is that yeah. is that Dakota Growers? Is that it has a different name? What's what's the name of the pasta plant up there? Um, Philadelphia Noodle. Oh, they changed the name Philadelphia Noodle. That makes sense in Grand Forks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're still Dakota Growers. Yeah. But this one used to be Conta Luna way back oh, in the day. Oh, yeah, and they, okay. And then they changed the name again, and then they changed the name again. So uh, this is basically Barilla and oh. Philadelphia. Okay. It's all, it's all the same. Like yeah. my husband used to work at a freezer manufacturing plant in St. Cloud back in the day, and oh, yeah. they were all the same thing. There was just like different components for the inside, but like the, the motor and everything is all the same, but depending mm-hmm. on what – brand of fridge it was they made like i don't know seven eight different kinds and basically all oh, the yeah. same components inside it's like getting the great yeah. value pasta rather than the name brand pasta yeah. 
Yep. Something like that. So you're doing a trip? Are you home for for Christmas then? Hopefully no, you'll be off. No. For, you have to work. No, no, no. I'm just loading this go, and going home and and done till Tuesday. Oh, good oh, for you, go. you. Well, Merry Christmas to you, Al. And if you're up early on Monday, Christmas Day, we've got a special running beginning at 5 a.m. Really? That's kind of early. You know, are you <laughs> up that early? No, it's recorded. <laughs> uh, we spend time recording these, and we have them in the system, so they'll play. We are actually off on Christmas Day, but Bonnie and Friends Christmas special. Uh, a very Bonnie Christmas. Uh, who are these Bonnie and Friends? I hear them all the time. <laughs> well, Jace is the and, but you and the others are the friends. <laughs> Yeah, between me and Cash, right? <laughs> there, you there you go. Well, Merry Christmas yeah. to you. Thanks for the heads up on the mist up there, and take care. Thanks, sir. You, you bet. Yeah, a lot of people are sending us messages, yeah. too, this morning, wishing us a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of you out there. We appreciate you being here. It is 517. We'll have Ty Schoner in the WDAY News Center coming up at 530. Dino swings in about 605. James will be here when he wakes up for the morning. Uh, oh, he just surfaced with his sports headlines. <laughs> yeah. What time? Five twelve. What time does he think sports is at in the morning? <laughs> well, <laughs> he, he went. He probably fell asleep watching the Wolves or Wild game last sure night. I even texted about. I don't know. It was probably like three o'clock. Like sports with a question mark because <laughs> if it's not in, say by eleven twelve at night, I figure that he's fallen asleep. Yes. And that was the case. So I think I might have to hit him with a nasty gram. No, I'll be nice. <laughs> I couldn't sleep though. I fell asleep for an hour last night between like on. I don't know. Last night for me is like six fifteen until seven thirty. Last I, night, last night for you is four thirty in the okay. afternoon. Don't so be telling stories. I fell asleep and I didn't take a nap. I fell asleep for an hour and fifteen minutes, and then I woke up at seven thirty, and I was wide awake until eleven o'clock. So then, it's really, like, I tried to sleep, and then I tried to count sheep, and then I tried to count backwards, and nothing See, I, was working. So then I was I checking my news. I did not have a problem falling asleep. I think I got out of here. I don't remember. I'm probably around one ish or something. I think I left. Maybe it was a little bit before that. Uh, so, so hopefully today there's just a few things left to do before the long weekend, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, I went home, ate something, and then I laid down on the couch and I was out for at least an hour. I know I had my alarm set on my on my watch for like three fifteen because I wanted to wake up to go get the youngest from high school, and that was a little groggy waking up. But I might have gotten an hour maybe a, over an hour nap and then i was sometimes pretty when much you sleep fine. too long you're, yeah, you're groggy pretty much i think i was fine until um i went to bed and then i had to go get uh, the oldest from a uh, church group thing that they did last night at a cookie exchange mm. so i took her over there at like about six thirty, which is fine but then i'm like you know don't be there late or whatever she's like i'll just stay there until I, you know it's done or whatever and it's at one of the church members houses and so you're like fine well, then you're like 8.30, 8.45, and I'm texting her like, are you guys about done yet? Because I want to <laughs> know. I'm tired, it, I want to go to bed. Well, because it, it takes 15 minutes to get across town, then to get over there. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, no, not yet. And I'm like, man, I wonder if I should head over there. And I was watching the Wolves game. So then eventually I get in, get the text from her that she's done. So by the time I leave, it's like quarter after 9, go get her at 9.30, mm-hmm. come back. And then I'm like, hurry up and get home, take out the contacts, get ready for bed. And then I lay down, finish watching the game. As soon as the game's off, TV goes off, I'm, I'm asleep. So I think it was by Ten thirty, quarter to eleven. I probably. I asleep. remember those days well of having to pick kids up at yeah. night activities nine thirty ten because mm-hmm. somebody else couldn't be trusted well, to stay awake or be sober. Yeah. So it's like nine thirty, ten, ten thirty, picking kids up, and then I was getting up at one thirty in the morning. Yeah, but you well, just do whatever you have to do when you're yeah, in parent mode. It's one of those things, and it's just like she's like, "Can you take me?" Because uh, other one can't, and I'm just like, 
Yeah, I'm like, what time are you going to be done? I want you to be there till like 9.30 because that's when I'm getting tired. And then, yeah. uh, so it was a little tough get up this morning. I hit snooze a few times this morning. I think I'll take a good nap later today. My cat yeah. was being a jerk yesterday. Like she was into everything. <laughs> to holy terrorizer, like batting at the, like our window blinds have little hard balls kind of at the mm-hmm. bottom. And she's playing she with that. She's batting at though. She's into the Christmas tree, which I thought I solved that with the squirt bottle. She hadn't been playing. I don't know. She must have been bored or restless. So she uh, was into everything yesterday. My, my guy was a little bit of a smart butt yesterday. Oh, you got scratches? So do well, I because I tried trimming her nails. Well, and she it, wasn't, like it, wasn't, it wasn't a scratch. It was bite marks. Oh, he's because, a biter. Well, you know, he's like at least 25 pounds. And I picked him up yesterday and I'm holding him and I'm like, I don't think I don't think this dude's 25 pounds. I think he's more than that. I mean, he was. I'm like holding him like this dude's heavy. Yeah. So I'm holding him like a baby more or less. And I, you know, I don't hold him for that long, and I'm going to take him over to this chair that he likes to sit in. So as I'm going to do that, dude's like, you know, you know how cats are. I want to be held right oh, now. Yeah. And he goes, ah. Yep. So. Yeah, they have attitudes. I kind of got him a little bit by the scruff so that way he would stop doing that. But Who won that war based on your arm there? It looks like cat won. Well, it's just temporary. Cat won J0. Well, I got it. I'll get him later. <laughs> I want to be I want to be fed. I want to be fed. <laughs> Sorry, you bit me. You lose. You might get a double bite if yeah. you don't feed him when he demands. I know. All right, we're going to get a ABC News update here and then a question of the morn, song of the morn coming up. Again, it is foggy out there. We heard from Al who's up in Grand Forks, mist and a little bit slippery. So just pay attention as you're traveling this morning. From ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. Tis the season for the holiday travel rush. Airports across the country jammed all day. At Atlanta's airport, carolers are bringing the season to life and keeping travelers in long lines calm. In Chicago, this woman got lucky. I flew standby, which the week of holiday is tricky to do, and I made it on the second try, so I'm feeling really lucky. feel like Santa's real. Flight cancellations have been creeping up as the day has gone on, but they're a fraction of what they were on Monday when a storm was hitting the Northeast. Alex Stone, EBC News. Soggy start to the holiday weekend for parts of California getting pounded right now from a powerful coastal storm flooding many areas. It's really rainy. I'm wearing Crocs and my feet are wet. That's Laura Henriquez at LAX. Forecasters say the storm could dump up to one and a half inches of rain by day's end with half an inch to an inch falling in just an hour. In Washington, President Biden announcing new sanctions this morning against Russia over Ukraine. The new U.S. sanctions will go after smaller financial institutions that Russia has used to avoid the big bank sanctions and keep moving money to fund its attacks on Ukraine. The U.S. will give those smaller banks the choice of either blocking those Russian arms sales or losing international business. All of this comes on top of nearly two years of some of the harshest sanctions the U.S. has leveled against any nation since the war began. ABC's Andy Field, a national day of mourning in the Czech Republic after a mass shooting at a university in Prague killed at least 14 people. Officials say the gunman was inspired by a similar shooting in Russia, was an excellent student with no criminal record, and described the shooting as well thought out. The president of Czech Republic describing the massacre as the most tragic in the country's history. ABC's Andrew Dimbert. First official day of winter today after last night's winter solstice, marking the shortest day and longest night of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. You're listening to ABC News.
This is business analyst Jill Schlesinger. When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations. You know, like somebody not showing up when they're supposed to. You better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, you get access to your own dedicated U.S.-based HR manager, starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. HR managers can easily cost 80 grand a year, but Bambi starts at $99 per month. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Visit Bambi.com and type freedom under radio when you sign up. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com freedom under radio. Out later this morning, new government data on inflation, personal spending and income, and a soft landing for the U.S. economy is looking more likely. Some economists see inflation nearing the Federal Reserve's 2% target, and today's economic numbers could bolster that view. In Gaza, the Hamas-run health ministry says more than 20,000 Palestinians have been killed in the war with Israel. The U.N. says most of the population in Gaza is facing crisis levels of hunger. In Tacoma, Washington, protests following the acquittal of three state troopers in the 2020 death of Manny Ellis, a black man who pleaded, I can't breathe, after police punched and restrained him. The officers were not wearing body cameras. They claimed Ellis was trying to open car doors and said he started the confrontation. The defense pointing to Ellis's history of drug addiction, saying when high, he was violent. The attorney for one of the officers, Matthew Collins, saying there were no winners in this case. He has maintained that he did everything in his power to prevent this death. ABC's Andrea Fujii. A warning about fake weight loss drugs. The FDA says it sees thousands of units of counterfeit semaglutide, which is the active ingredient in popular medications used for weight loss like Ozempic and Wagovi. At least five adverse events have been reported, but the FDA says they were not serious and are consistent with known reactions to authentic Ozempic, including nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain, and constipation. ABC's Lionel Moise. I'm Derek Dennis, ABC News. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative Sounds like winter out there. Did you just say? Yep, they sure did, and it's coming. Hi, I'm Matthew, owner of Fix It Forward Auto Care. Winter's on the way, and it's time to get ready, including getting new all-weather tires designed specifically for our icy winter weather. Take advantage of our current rebates and availability, and our team can have you ready for winter today. Fix It Forward Auto Care, the name you trust for car repair. Fix It Forward Auto Care. Bonnie and Friends on WDAY Radio. 527. All right, question Lamorne here. And be careful, it is super foggy out there. Even Jay said it was kind of disorienting coming in. You could hardly see the exits, so. Well, you mean, and then the, the, the building that's lit up, like, uh, like the Costco exit here in town or uh, the next one, 45th Street. 
you can't see the the businesses off to the side that you normally can. So, like I said, it is it is a little disorienting, and it's it's not. You're like, did I did I miss my exit? Am, yeah. I, am I in Minnesota now? What did I, what am I doing? Right, and we try to look out the window, and normally we can see clear yeah. to the tri level there, mm-hmm. and it's it's tough to oh, see. Yeah. And plus, Al said fog and mist up in the Grand Forks area, and a little slippery, so yeah. be careful. Well, All I'm, right, even well, down even down here, it, when that fog kind of lifts, you know that. Or even now, I would be kind of concerned that maybe it's slippery. It, I didn't notice any slippage at all. So, okay, but it could be as could the temperature be. drops. We're at yeah. 36 still, uh, and it wasn't that bad when I came in at 2:30. But I, it was starting to, you mm-hmm. know, thicken up on the North Dakota side. So obviously, in the past couple of hours, it got thicker. So just a heads up for that. Question of the morn: What will your Christmas look like? Is it going to be peaceful and relaxing, or filled with people and screaming kids, noisy and chaotic? We want to know. Seven zero one two nine three nine thousand. Email studio at wdayradionow.com. Drop your comments on our Bonnie and Friends WDAY Facebook page. Went with a shorty today as we're working our way a little closer to the news time here. But we I was chatty this morning. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I could. I mean, I could have went for a long one, but I try to hit my news marks on time and tell. Ties looking antsy in there, but I'm uh, not. I'm not about hitting those marks. I'm about just. I know because here's the topic. Let's talk. Don't you see look me looking at you? Because I always have my eye on the clock. It's like it's five thirty. It's time for news. It's six o'clock. And you're just like you just keep talking. I usually don't. I usually just stop looking at you. Look into my eyes. Do that damn thing with your eyebrows. It is 5.30. We'll head into the WGAY News Center with Ty Schoenert. Good morning to you, Ty. Good morning, Bonnie and Jace. How are you doing this morning? Good. Question of the morning. What's your Christmas? And you probably have several Christmases that you're going to be attending. What's it look like? Three of them. And they're all going to be a wide variety of shapes and sizes. So I have a West Fargo one with my mom's side of the family. It sounds like it's going to be pretty relaxed. Nothing too intense. Just is that like kinda, adults mostly? Most it's just adults. adults yeah, okay. nothing, nothing too intense. Some of the family couldn't make it because they're moving out, moving to different places, and all that stuff cross country. So it's just going to be a pretty consolidated small Christmas gathering. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie Christmas in Valley City is going to be a bit busy. Not as many, not a lot of people. Just the uh, traveling to there going to be yeah. a pretty early morning, and then sometime between then and that night transitioning to Horace because we have where my, your dad's at, my where dad's the party's Christmas. at. And it's a, it's <laughs> yeah, going to be Mike. a bigger party. It's not going to be <laughs> as many people as we normally do have because some people can't make it this year, but it's just going to be a lot of people All in right. general. <laughs> uh, a lot of a Schoenert family Christmas is quite the party. Let's put I'd it love that to way. get invited to that. I know. One. We might just have to, we might have to just crash that party, Bonnie. Did you say Sunday night? Uh, don't we're, worry about we're it. We're not busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Saturday be, I gotta go night. out for a few. I'll be back. Saturday night. I'm not and, busy Saturday night either. Yeah, and there's nothing going on this week. We're trying to figure out the schedule with Maggie because some people can't quite make it to Maggie's family Christmas until basically the moment we have to leave to go to Schoenert family Christmas. So it might be a little tight on some of these things, but it we'll is see. what it is. Families change and depending on what age you're at and Jace was talking about his family, you know, the teenagers have gotten older, yep. some have jobs and it's it's just like, you know, you you can't expect. You'd love to have, you know, everybody there, but yep. things happen. So yeah, that's been a little bit of a headache, but it's it's not like everything's impossible. We're still going to be going to every Christmas. We're just trying to figure out exactly how long we can spend at each place. Well, yeah. That happens. It's going to happen more and more as you get older. I can tell you that. And well, some people good. get sick. I know. I remember when my kids were little. One year they had the influenza, so we had to cancel Christmas that year. Uh, somebody on our Facebook page. Has COVID. I know my oh, nephew yeah. and his three mm-hmm. young girls all have COVID too. And it's just like, yeah, Leona has COVID. And it's just like, 
Things happen. Some things you just can't solve. Yeah. Some things you can't work around. Yeah. But there's there's been times where like bad fat people FaceTime in stuff like that. Yeah. So it's not like oh, it's yeah. the worst possible thing, but mm-hmm. it's it's still nice to see people. You have to learn to adjust. That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. Be flexible. When mm-hmm. we've learned in the news business, you got to be flexible. Yeah. And it, it's nice to have families do that, too. That's just thanks. Absolutely. I All just, right. I just flex for you. You're welcome. Th- thanks, Bonnie. <laughs> 36 degree times outside our South Fargo studios. One person hospitalized after an apartment fire near I-29 in Fargo. Fargo Fire Department responded to that apartment at 1469 35th Street South in Fargo just after 1 a.m. this morning. Smoke first reported in the building. Then a small fire was found in the kitchen of that second floor apartment. An adult male was found inside, taken to a local medical facility in an unknown condition. The fire is quickly extinguished. Damage estimates at around $35,000. North Dakota Attorney General Drew Wrigley says the investigation into the events surrounding Fargo's July, fatal July 14th shooting will be released soon. We were very forthright and, and remain so, but the investigation continues. We are about, we're becoming close to where it's going to be wrapped up. And when it is, when it's when it's done with finality and we can say it's a closed case at that point, I will be releasing uh, all of the, the materials that go that are covered by our open record records law. I'll do that uh, as quickly as is humanly possible. Wrigley says some of the videos will have redacted content in them, but are still expected to be released. A man who has crashed his car after he fled from police in Grand Forks facing multiple charges. 29-year-old Juan Gutierrez facing felony charges of fleeing police and reckless endangerment, along with misdemeanor charges for drug paraphernalia and leaving the scene of an accident. Cleanup underway at an apartment complex on the north side of Fargo after a burst pipe in the attic flooded the building. First responders were called to the scene around 12.30 p.m. on Thursday and reported flooding had impacted the building from the fifth down to the first level. The water was reportedly ankle deep on the fifth floor, several inches uh, deep on the floors below as well. Maintenance crews working to clean up the mess. There's currently no word on what caused that pipe to burst. North Dakota Superintendent of Public Instruction Kirsten Baszler announcing Thursday she'll also seek re-election. She made the announcement while appearing on the Jay Thomas Show. Baszler was first elected to the position in 2012. October's Halloween winter storm hurt North Dakota oil and gas figures that month. State Department of Mineral Resources reporting production dropped 3.7% from September to October because of the blizzard the last few days of the month. Blowing ice and snow shut down several facilities, meaning between 50 and 90 barrels were not captured. However, experts say the weather in November and December will lead to a rebound when the final numbers are published. According to the Census Bureau, North Dakota has reached a new record population of 783,926 residents, the increase following a dip in population that occurred from 2020 through 2021. North Dakota among 42 U.S. states that gained population in 2023. While it's not certain what areas saw the most growth, officials say Fargo and West Fargo likely account for a large percentage of it. A Minneapolis man accused of holding five stolen French bulldog puppies hostage for ransom is dead after being shot multiple times in North Minneapolis Tuesday night. Police searching for his murderer. Mikhail Payton was charged two weeks ago with felony theft for taking the puppies worth an estimated $75,000. In court documents, prosecutors say Payton was demanding $20,000 in ransom for the puppies, which he said the owner owed him. 
And a woman who grew up on the Minnesota Christmas tree farm is one of the next contestants on the new season of The Bachelor. 25-year-old Daisy Kent is an account executive from Becker, Minnesota. Her Bachelor show bio says she had a storybook childhood and wants to become a best-selling author and likes singing in her car at the top of her lungs. The new season beginning on January 22nd. I'm Ty Schoenert with WDAY and WDAYradionow.com. Looking at your forecast, we have our guest meteorologist, Bonnie Amistani. Good morning, Bonnie. Surprised you can even see me with all the fog out there, Ty. It was ridiculous this morning. And visibility down to about a city block here. Driving past Casey's on uh, 32nd, Mm -hmm. it it looked like a weird movie scene. Just the the amount of fog that was out there. Well, warmer temps this time of year, and that's what will happen. We don't have any snow on the ground either. So, yeah, uh, maybe give yourself some extra time to get to your destination this morning, depending on where you're at. It could be dense, cloudy today, 39 for our high temp, winds light and variable, 28 for the overnight low. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, some patchy morning fog possible, warm, 43 for the high. South-southeast winds, 5 to 15. Uh, If we have any trouble on the roads at all, that would come on Sunday, Christmas Eve. Cloudy, mostly light rain, but some parts of our listening area could see freezing rain, sleet, and snow, and roads could become slick as the temperature drops throughout the day. Uh, Sunday's high 37 with northwest winds 15 to 25. And Dina was saying like a slush, that snow could come down kind of as a heavy slushy snow in spots. And that... That can cause a lot of problems, too, with travel because, number one, obviously, that slush, you know, builds up on the roads and it can kind of... Pull you. Well, it can pull you, but, I mean, you might have deeper spots than others. And then, if by chance the temperature drops after it's been slushy and sleeting... Roads get slick. Then it's going to freeze up and it's going to be icy. So, you know, be careful and mindful uh, of the weather this week and when you're traveling because, you know, Ty's talking about going just across town... And then over to Valley, mm-hmm. and then back over here, and then down over to Horst, which Horst in, to West Fargo is obviously very close to each other. But you're still traveling around yeah. at least an, you know 45 minutes to the west and back, and then other people are traveling that far or farther. So you know just be wise when you're out traveling. There's there's no rush. You know you don't want to risk everything just to try and make it to grandma's house for an hour or something right and a lot of you may already be at your destination maybe you're going to get there today even saturday things through saturday look fine so the only dicey day would be sunday and then monday christmas day mostly cloudy some flurries possible with a high around 33 right now we have some thick fog here visibility down to a block in spots 36 degrees Wind south at 8 miles an hour, and Chief Meteorologist Dean Waisaki already busy working in the Weather Center, and mm-hmm. he'll be hopping in the studio with us coming up about 6.05 this morning. What will your Christmas look like? Peaceful and relaxing, noisy and chaotic. We want to hear from you. That being our Bonnie and Friends question of the morn, 701-293-9000. You can email studio at wdayradionow.com or drop your comments on our Bonnie and Friends WDAY Facebook page. Mine's going to be making a quick trip to St. Cloud on Saturday just for mm-hmm. the day and then coming back and go hang out with my niece, her husband, and their two kids. So, And then my daughter from the cities and her boyfriend are coming up. So there's oh. just like what, what, 10 of us or whatever. So you're doing that being. kind of as a Christmas get-together, but the Christmas Day is just it's just you and the guys. Mm-hmm. That's and exciting. the kitten. Yeah. They already picked up uh, ribs and steak, and so that's what we'll be doing. So, yeah, it's just going to be kicked back. And then, and what's your address again? (laughs) 
Oh. I'll text you. Okay, you can come over. You. We'll have plenty. <laughs> I've got a couple extra steaks, too. I saw they were on sale. So you're always Oh, there you over. go. I'll feed you. All right. I wouldn't turn you away. And then our official Christmas, of course, will be in January in Chicago. But That's so it's just kind of. Yes, we're going to cluck like chickens and throw walnuts under the table with hay. My in laws are, they're, they're crazy. <laughs> they believe everything on the internet. The, the people that are going to be there have already met us multiple times, and so they know we're a little crazy. But that's okay. Milos, maybe he. I mean, you said you found this on your. I think Milos is setting you up. No, he didn't. He does. He's a trickster. He likes to play pranks. No, I found this on the internet. And if it's garbage and it's not really a Serbian tradition, we'll all laugh anyway. So who cares? Oh yeah, he's gonna like have a video and be like, "Remember the time, mother-in-law, that you cooked like chicken." <laughs> He loves me. He knows I'm unique. <laughs> he appreciates me. How about you? So your your mom and dad are going to be coming in. Mom and dad are not coming up until the 29th. And oh, so, so later. But, it, but I mean, not everybody's Christmas is no. on Christmas Eve or well, Christmas that, Day. You know, like I said, I, that's why I've been talking about my folks traveling. They've already made it out to Rapid City, my younger brothers. Uh, they're going to spend, uh, they got out there yesterday. They We got the text that they made it out there safe and sound. The plan is that they leave Sunday, Christmas Eve, travel across the state, and go to my sister's because to go back to my hometown and then to my sister's is kind of out of the way and then back. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to go to my sister's and spend. They're supposed to get there on Christmas Eve and then I think leave on the 26th and go home for a few days to recover and, uh, you know, wash clothes, whatever, and then head up to our place for a couple days. And then they. Uh, originally, they were going to come up on the weekend, but they're going to come up on that Friday and leave on Sunday morning, New Year's Eve, because then uh, they're going to get together with my mom's twin sister and her husband. And you and, and uh, you've got two teenagers, yeah. older teenagers, mm-hmm. so you'll be pretty chill. It sounds like. Yeah, it sounds. I mean, we're just going to be there. It's going to be the my, myself, the wife, the girls. You know, the couple, of the pets. You know, maybe if the weather's decent out, or maybe if it's a nice snowfall, maybe I'll get out and be able to walk Luna this weekend. I mean, she's. Over too for a walk. She's getting kind of ir- not irritated, but she's kind of bored in the house. Yeah, it, it does get boring. You know? Yeah. So uh, if the, this nice weather continues and I'm not obviously uh, sleep deprived, then yeah, she'll probably get walked. So there's that. And Bonnie and friends, we will be here with you throughout the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas Day, we have special programming, so yeah. you'll be hearing our voices. That is recorded. We do. We are going to be gone Christmas Day, but Tuesday, I will be in working with the boss. You're JT. working with the boss. Then, then on Wednesday, Wednesday I'm walking Jay's. with James, assuming he doesn't oversleep. And then James and JT on Thursday. That's a concern for both of us. That'll right be there. fine. James has done the show enough. He better do it right, or he's going to hear from me because I'm back on Friday. I don't, they might skip some news and weather updates. Is my no, guess. they won't. I already told Ty he has to be in at 5 o'clock. <laughs> they get marching. Every one of them gets marching orders from me when I'm not going to be here. That's true. I mean, we, everything's planned. On, at least it's easy that way. Yeah. Oh, we've got stuff we've got to do. We want to yeah. put on a good show even and if then, I'm not here. And then you're going to be gone, or you're going to be back for Friday, next mm-hmm. Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the plan for New Year's Eve? Is there a special program for New Year's Eve or not? Um, isn't New Year's Eve on or excuse me, Sunday, New, Year, New, New Year's, Year's Day? Day excuse J- me. I think JT and I are working together on New Year's Day because you bailed on me too. Uh, I, it's a holiday. I figured. I figured they, you know, in past they had uh, like special programming, like na- nationally syndicated, so we didn't have to worry about it. It's anything. radio. You don't get days off. I, I know. Welcome that. to I, the new world. I, your I, new I know career. That, yeah. <laughs> but you gotta, listen, use, you gotta use your leave before the end of the year. <laughs> listen, Christmas Day to our Bonnie and Friends Christmas special. You'll be hearing all your favorite personalities here. They'll be sharing memories, uh, spinning some tunes for you, and it's going to be a good time. Beginning at five o'clock. 
Christmas Day, going all the way up until 9 p.m. We'll repeat the segments throughout the day. And Carpet World, thank you for sponsoring mm-hmm. our very, very bonny Christmas. Mary, very, very. No, Mary. don't, don't put, don't put Mary in there. <laughs> Janae started that with strawberry shortcake. <laughs> I just said a very bonny Christmas. I know, and then she put very berry or something in it a few weeks back, and my head can't get past it. Look, if you guys like the special, it's all because of Bonnie. And if you don't like it, I mean, I put it all together, but I put it all together. But you guys helped with your voices, and you did what I told you to do. So that, that's that's all Bonnie ever wants in life is for Just people to, to do. Listen to me. I'm talking do what to I you. Say. <laughs> no, I think you guys will enjoy it. So if if you're able to tune in Christmas Day. 545, question of the morn, what will your Christmas look like? Peaceful and relaxing, noisy and chaotic. We'd love to hear from you. 701-293-9000. Email studio at WDAYradionow.com. Drop your comments on our Bonnie and Friends WDAY Facebook page. Right now, your national news and sports from ABC. ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. The holiday travel rush is on. Airports across the country busy all day with rain on the West Coast making for a soggy start. Can't let it stress you out. It's out of your control. It's L.A. Get in the car and then get on the plane and whatever happens, happens. That's Dominic Venti at a soaked LAX. Parts of California getting pounded right now from a powerful coastal storm flooding many areas. In Washington, President Biden announcing new sanctions this morning against Russia over Ukraine. He's signing an executive order to go after financial institutions that support Russia's military. A national day of mourning in the Czech Republic after a mass shooting at a university in Prague killed at least 14 people. Officials say the gunman was an excellent student with no criminal record. He was shot and killed by police, and they're still looking for a motive. And it's the first official day of winter today after last night's winter solstice, marking the shortest day and longest night of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. This is ABC News. From ABC Sports... This is Rich Cantu. Week 16 of the NFL opened with the Rams hosting the Saints, two teams hot in the NFC wildcard hunt. L.A. went into last night, winners of four of their last five, and that surge would continue. Stafford has it, sets the laces, drills one, end zone, cuts, Puka Nakua, touchdown L.A. The call on 710 ESPN LA. Matthew Stafford threw for 328 yards and two TDs. 164 of those yards were to rookie star Puka Nakua, including that score. Kyron Williams added 104 yards rushing. Rams take down the Saints 30-22. to Nakua post-game on already feeling the playoff intensity in his first year. To be kind of in that playoff mindset already has been fun. It's definitely something I'm not used to. We're playing late into December, so finding ways to adjust to that, but it's been super fun. L.A. jumps past the Vikings in the NFC postseason standings, now sitting sixth. This is ABC Sports. To the NBA, the Clippers' nine-game win streak came to a screeching halt thanks to the young Thunder blowing him out in OKC. Home run on the right wing against the Clippers' zone. Challenging Zubac, slicing, pump fake, coming up and under, throws it off the board and then throws it down with two hands. WWLS on the call. The Thunder never looked back after Chet Holmgren's highlight dunk, beating the Clippers 134-115. The T-Wolves dispatched the Lakers in Minneapolis and are now tied with the Celtics for the league's best record at 21-6. 12th turnover the game on the Wolves. Here's Anthony Drive. Oh, he knifed through the D. The reverse layup. Good. He drew a foul. 
The call on KFAN, Anthony Edwards had 27 points to help dish the Lakers their fourth straight loss, 118-111. The Bucks and their five-game win streak played bad host to visiting Orlando. Gives it back to Giannis. Giannis attacks inside. He cuts to the rim and lays it in. WTMJ with the call. 37 points for Antetokounmpo. 118-114 Bucks your final. NHL on the night he'd score career goal number 300. Avalanche center Nathan McKinnon was hungry for more. McKinnon, is he going to get to it? He is. McKinnon with an open net. McKinnon with four goals. KKSE with the call. McKinnon's first four-goal game lifted Colorado past the Senators 6-4. Baseball hot stove. The Dodgers continue to load up, signing free agent pitcher Yoshinobu Yamamoto to a 12-year, $325 million deal. This is Rich Cantu, ABC Bonnie and Friends on WDAY Radio, AM 970 and FM 93.1. Is that you, Santa Claus? I don't think it's Santa Claus, but I think it's Mike up in Northwood we've got on the line this morning. Good morning to you, Mike. Hey, good morning, guys. How are we doing? Pretty good. Now, uh, Trucker Al called in. He was up in Grand Forks, said it was a little slippery. They had mist coming down. How far is Northwood to Grand Forks? Uh, we're about 30 miles. Okay. And what are you seeing over in Northwood? Roads are perfect. No issue? No you... fog. I, I, I could see three, four, or five miles. Do you ever get the, because you're right off the Goose River, do you ever get the fog off the Goose River or not really? Not really. We're three miles from the Goose. and The Goose, it's a pretty small river. I know it is. Isn't it like flood stage is only like 10 feet or something like that? But, boy, when the spring comes and it acts up, it certainly can flood. Well, yeah, it can uh, raise a little heck with my golf course. Yeah, that's annoying. Not mine, but. I know, but you run it, so that you've had many years when you've been delayed because of flooding up there. Uh, every year, it seems like. Every year? Yeah, that stinks. <laughs> but, yeah, so 30 miles away and you don't have fog, and we've got pretty dense fog, visibility about a block or so here, even in the parts of the metro. Yeah, I, I could see the city lights of Laramore, I think, when I was about five miles away. Mm, okay, yeah, I see... Which is good news. So far, no delays at Hector International Airport. So that's a good sign that weather's behaving elsewhere. Especially today. That's all you need is delays. Yeah. I know you called in. You've told us before you guys don't really celebrate Christmas. So didn't you have a church thing up in Minot or something you have to go to, though? Yeah, we're leaving uh, tomorrow morning for that and come back Christmas Day. Spend a couple nights in Minot. Okay, yeah, it looks like uh, travel problems will probably be on Sunday, if we see any. That's just going to depend on where you're at, but it looks like should be should be decent both for Saturday and Monday travel throughout the region here as well. Yeah, by, by just looking at the early forecast, my not doesn't look like it's probably going to get any bad weather. Okay, no, well, good. That's not bad, then. Yeah, I think uh, the and most of it, uh, Dean will be in in about 15 minutes, but I was thinking, what, south is what he was saying in South Dakota, Jace? Yeah, there's a there's a there's kind of the middle of South Dakota, so I think what he was saying yesterday was that it seemed like even Rapid City out there should be fine as far as weather goes, but this system that's coming through, it, it kind of in the middle of the state, so trying to get from Rapid City to Aberdeen, that's going to be the issue, getting through that middle part of the state. But as far as up here in the metro and then the greater kind of uh, – North Dakota area, it seems as though 
it should be warm enough to just be rain. So obviously, if the temperatures drop, then you might have some issues. And and, and the temperatures might be you know colder a little bit farther west of us. But you know we'll get that detail from Dean when he comes in. But uh, I think more than it, more place than anything in the two Dakotas, it's going to be in the middle of South Dakota that we having more issues in North Dakota. It looks like you guys might be on the the northern edge of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Anyway, looking at my forecast, I see you know five percent chance of rain all week or wet. A moisture all weekend here on here. Yeah, five ten percent. Like, and we can't complain with that. temperatures. You know, forty three for tomorrow, and then you yeah. know, in the upper thirties for this time of year to see temps like that, we're doing pretty good. I heard Dickinson was fifty five yesterday. Oh, really? Geez. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what? I have a friend out in Rapid City. He had a warm temp out there. I want to say sixty something. He was telling me yesterday. <laughs> Oh, that's always the tropics. Yeah, that's true too. Or they get dumped on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's Feature a little. Famine. Yeah, it's a little baby brother of the Rocky Mountains out there in the Black Hills. So, yeah, the wannabes. Mm-hmm. Well, if you need something to do Christmas Day, you can tune in. We have our Bonnie and Friends Christmas special running. Okay. Well, I'll listen to you guys coming home from my night. Awesome. Thank there you, you go. Sir. Yeah, it'll run from five a.m. until nine p.m. So you enjoy. Well. You're not going to see me at 5 a.m. But <laughs> no, but you can tune in throughout the day. Yeah, it's, got, it's, okay, on, it's on repeat, so we'll just just to clarify. Yeah. Okay. All right. Take care, that. Mike. Good hearing from you. Okay. You guys have a great weekend. Happy holidays. Thank you, you too, too, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, it starts at 5 a.m. There's 16 segments. It's like a four-hour block. With commercials in there too, obviously, and then it'll recycle throughout it's a little the day. Bit, it's a little bit funny that you let everybody know there's 16 segments. They don't really care. Yeah, they do. They want to know how many hours it's going to be. Well, it's going to go from 5 a.m. until 9 p.m., yeah, but it'll repeat. Hour. So it's a four-hour block, then it'll repeat, then it'll repeat. I know, but I'm just saying. That, that so if you, you miss a section and you only hear it like at 5 a.m., you only hear two parts and you want to hear later, it'll repeat throughout the day. But you can just, you know, it's more about the, the four hours as opposed to the 16 segments. That's all I'm saying. Did you put this thing together? Did this take you 25, no, 30 I hours was, to put together? I was told to no, step away me. because somebody wanted to do it their way. They were way. complicating my life, and I had visions in my head, and I knew what I wanted to do. It's just like, okay, here's what I, we're doing. Just talk right now. I need your voice. Talk. All okay, I say wanted, this. All I wanted was what everybody just to go ahead and record their own thing, get it to me, and then I was just going to put it together. In some his, way. his version of the Bonnie and Friends Christmas special would have been boring. Been a little more Mine's sim- got sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to, I had to show up the other day in, in costume just to try and get the scene right. So. I, went, I can see James' head right now. He showed up for work. Is he yes. wearing Buddy the Elf? I don't. No, he is not. He's not. He disappoints me. What I the? Know. He's late for work and he doesn't even show up. I as mean, Buddy he could wear elf. whatever he wanted today. It was dress, no dress code today, and he didn't wear the Elf costume. He should have, unless he didn't get it at the dry cleaners. He was supposed <laughs> to pick it up. He probably needs it for uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day because he'll be working with Santa. Yeah. Is he? He's, is he one of Santa's helpers? Well, he's got an elf costume, so you do the math. He's got a fuzzy thumb, too. <laughs> <laughs> 555, what will your Christmas look like? Peaceful and relaxing, noisy and chaotic. Doreen on our Facebook page says peaceful. Gail, she's got like, I don't know, three or four little grandchildren. Yeah. She says always noisy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But, you know, both are good. You know, you enjoy and embrace the chaos, yeah. but then when you, like, get quiet or adult years or maybe you're not even with people this year you kind of kind of enjoy the peace yeah jane i like the way she rolls peaceful morning with a wild afternoon she's got a champagne (laughs) bottle with a cork going off well i mean 
I have a a pretty uh, wide variety in the fridge these days. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the outdoor fridge is more this of a is beer fridge. This is because you keep hauling home your stuff from beverage wholesalers every week. I cannot complain about that. But you I should to- probably start drinking some of it. Well, I told my dad that I've got this nice variety. So, Aww, so. you two can bond out in the garage. I like that. Well, no, I'll bring it inside. I want to sit out in the garage. My garage isn't heated or anything. Don't you need, like, bro space? That's downstairs. Uh, That's the, where the big screen oh, is so for football. So the ladies stay upstairs and the guys are downstairs. Oh, no, mom will be downstairs with oh, us. Oh, will she? The okay. kids, the girls will be in their rooms because they're teenagers. So, mm, so the basement's your man cave. Yep, yeah, pretty much. Mm, gotcha. 556. Right now we're going to check in with WDAY Ag Director Bridget Riedel. Time now for Focus on the Field with your Ag Director, Agriculturalist Bridget Riedel. Antitrust lawsuits filed by farmers against John Deere will proceed after a federal judge in Illinois rejected the company's motion for dismissal. John Deere had asked the U.S. District Court in Northern Illinois to dismiss the case, claiming that it has neither deceived nor surprised farmers with its longstanding repair restrictions. The judge's ruling allows right to repair claims from more than 17 farmers to move forward. Additionally, John Deere has signed a right-to-repair memorandum of understanding with the American Farm Bureau Federation, and they have begun to release electronic tools to help with diagnosis and software. That has also happened recently since the judgment was made in Northern Illinois. That's today's Focus on the Field with Bridget Riedel, your ag industry expert. Tune in for Bridget's Ag News Updates each weekday here on WDAY. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Attention service diesel technicians. Northern Plains Equipment in Minot, Mandan, and Garrison are looking for top-notch service techs to join their teams to perform quality maintenance and repairs on all types of agricultural equipment. NPE is value-led, 100% employee-owned, and offering competitive wages, benefits, and job training. Kick off the holidays and grow your career. Work with great people. Apply today at plainsag.com. An equal opportunity employee. Lawyer. Luxor Garage Condos are getting ready for their open house January 11th, and they want you to benefit now. Save $10,000. Use that 10K to help build out your new fun space. Use it for a kitchen or a bathroom, or just knock 10K off the price. Luxor Garage Condos, designed to fit your style with a secure, non-commercial location. That means less traffic, interior upgrades at reasonable prices with a reasonable maintenance fee. Add whatever you want inside. Luxor Garage Condos, south on I-29 at the Wild Rice Exit. Find out more online at Luxor.com. L-U-X-S-T-O-R.com. You're listening to Bonnie and Friends on WDAY Radio. Joy to the world. Welcome into Bonnie and Friends. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for being here this morning. Bonnie Amistati, Jace Denman. We've got Ty Schoner at the WDAY News Center. Chief Meteorologist Dean Wysocki is on duty. And big game James McCarty will be along with your WDAY sports coming up in about 10 minutes or so. What will your Christmas look like? That being our Bonnie and Friends question of the morn. Peaceful, relaxing, noisy, chaotic. We want to know. Leona says peaceful. She was the one that had to cancel because of mm-hmm. COVID. And like I said, yeah, I have some relatives have it too on my husband's side. And it's just like you have to do what you have to do, you know, if people get sick. Yeah, my uh, my the memorial that we had on uh, Wednesday then, 
my one aunt and uncle, the, they've got three boys, and uh, granted, one lives closer down to the Twin Cities, like somewhere between St. Cloud and 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 Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. I forget what the name of the town is. If it's like White Bear Lake or whatever, somewhere between there, right? And uh, I mean, he's a young guy, but he just. He just came down with COVID, and, mm-hmm. and this was Wednesday, so it's like, depending on how it affects you, you know, it might be minimal, and you just have to tell everybody that, so that way you don't get sick. Um, otherwise, you might be, you know, have having like my wife had. She It was like she was sick with a terrible flu for two weeks, yeah. and she was miserable. Stay so, away. Nobody wants yeah, to so catch my, that. So my aunt and uncle were like, they got tested, and they're fine, so yeah. obviously, hopefully that doesn't mean I get somehow got it. But. No, it seems like the cases that are going around have been milder, but nonetheless, it's it's no fun when you're sick and you don't want no. to get other people sick either. So Yeah, I mean, it's just like if you know if you got a stomach flu. Mm. Don't don't bother coming in the office. Just work stay from home or stay away, home. Stay away, thank you. I've got it coming out of both ends. You're like, "Why are you here?" Mm, stay away from me. I just want to get work done before the holiday. And you're like, "Oh, Great, now everybody's going to be sick exactly. for holidays. We are WDAY Fargo, 6 o'clock. We head into the WDAY News Center with Ty Schoenert. Yeah, I'm not really someone who likes all the sickness. I love you and all the family and all that stuff like that, but you just got to, like, respect. Yeah, if you don't feel good, stay home. Yeah, it, I, and I I understand that you the family loves me and I love them and all that stuff, but your germs don't love me and they yeah. act like they don't love me. So mm-hmm. please, please stay away if you are See you at the to. wedding in July. Yeah, Have fun. Away. Enjoy yourselves and your time off. Just send me a text next time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 36 degree temps outside our South Fargo studios. North Dakota Attorney General Drew Wrigley says the investigation into the events surrounding Fargo's fatal July 14th shooting will be released soon. We were very forthright and and remain so, but the investigation continues. We are about, we're coming close to where it's going to be wrapped up. And when it is, when when it's done with finality and we can say it's a closed case at that point, I will be releasing uh, all of the, the materials that go that are covered by our open record, records law. I'll do that uh, as quickly as is humanly possible. Wrigley says some of the invest videos will have redacted content in them, but they're still expected to be released. One person hospitalized after an apartment fire near I-29 in Fargo. The Fargo Fire Department responding to the apartment at 1469 35th Street South in Fargo just after 1 a.m. Smoke first reported in the building this morning, and a small fire was found in the kitchen of a second-floor apartment. An adult male was uh, found inside the apartment and taken to a local medical facility in an unknown condition. The fire quickly extinguished and damage estimated at around $35,000. North Dakota Superintendent of Public Instruction Kirsten Baszler announcing Thursday she'll seek re-election. She made the announcement while appearing on The Jay Thomas Show. Baszler first elected to that position in 2012. A representative for the North Dakota Corn Growers Association expressing support for the development of an underground CO2 pipeline in the state, which will be used to transport liquid waste from ethanol plants around the Midwest to an underground storage site near Bismarck. This is going to be the the next step to get ourselves into bigger and better markets to to really drive the the corn industry. Drew Courtney may spoke at a forum in Bismarck Wednesday night aimed at drumming up support for CO2 uh, related projects in North Dakota including the pipeline proposal by Summit Carbon Solutions. Some farmers and other property owners don't want the pipeline under land and are pursuing legal action. 
Map bus transit in Fargo reducing hours of operation. Driver shortages forcing the move, which will go into effect on January 13th. No weekday operations will be affected. Officials say map bus fixed routes and paratransit services will end on Saturdays at 8:15 instead of 8 uh, instead of 10:15. There will be no Saturday service on 6, 9, and 16 routes. A statewide monitoring platform showing that COVID-19 in the uh, cases in Minnesota have climbed steadily this month. The University of Minnesota's wastewater tracking dashboard monitoring 38 treatment facilities in the state. Many have seen increases in virus detection between 10 and 120 percent in the last two weeks. Health officials say there's usually an indicator that more people will seek treatment for COVID-19 in the next few weeks. Those officials say holiday travel, a lack of updated vaccinations, and waning immunity also leading to more cases of that virus. A special panel appointed by the governor recommended three candidates for an opening of the Minnesota Court of Appeals. The panel announcing this week that Rachel Bond, Japal Harris, and Sarah Hensley are finalists for the appointment. Bond serving as a managing attorney for the Office of Minnesota's Appellate Public Defender. Harris is a judge in the 2nd Judicial District in Ramsey County, and Hennessy is the Chief Justice in the 7th Judicial District and is based in St. Cloud. The opening was created when Jeffrey Bryan was selected by, the US, by, by President Biden to fill an opening on Minnesota's U.S. District Court. And Minneapolis man accused of holding five stolen French bulldog puppies hostage for ransom is dead after being shot multiple times in North Minneapolis Tuesday night. Police are searching for his murderer, Mikhail Payton, and was charged two weeks ago with felony theft for taking the puppies worth an estimated $75,000. In court documents, prosecutors say Patton was demanding $20,000 in ransom for the puppies, which he said the owner owed him. I'm Ty Schoener to the flag, or double. WDAY and WDAYRadioNow.com. Looking at your forecast, we have our chief meteorologist, Dean Waisaki. <laughs> I know it's going to be difficult to look outside today. Man. So much fog out there. Yeah, I almost missed the exit. That's what Jay said, too, when he was I almost in. missed the exit. So if you're, if you're going to work this morning, this fog is hit and miss. It's real dense in some areas. We do have a dense fog advisory here in the FM area. Here's the key. So areas from the valley eastward... Uh, and not including Grand Forks. I'm talking from the FM area eastward over towards DL. Temperatures uh, just above the freezing mark. So you're just dealing with the dense fog. But you go just out west. Castleton's at 24. Ooh. So you go just to the west of the FM area, and then you're dealing with the fog and um, – Freezing fog, so that freezes. Mm. So you have to watch those bridges and overpasses. Well, Trekker Al called in about an hour ago. He was up in Grand Forks, and he said there was a mist coming down, and he said it was a little slippery up there too. So uh, the Northern Valley has the fog, not as dense as here in the Southern Valley, but. As you said, there's a little mist and temperatures in Grand Forks right now, 22. Uh, we're at 33 here at the studio, 35 at the airport, 34 Moorhead, uh, 34 in Wapaton, but as I said, 24 in Castleton. So watch out for some areas of freezing fog. Watch those bridges and overpasses and uh, leave a little extra time if you're heading to work this morning, if you have work. If you don't, lucky. <laughs> lucky. Maybe you can sneak out early. Nice, nice little extended weekend. Uh, we're looking at that fog this morning with the dense fog advisory. And then we'll see some sunshine this afternoon. Highs right around 40, upper 30s more than likely. Uh, and it's all going to be dependent on when that fog burns off. Light winds out of the south-southeast. Fog redevelops tonight. Again, some of it could be dense with lows near 30. 
Uh, so for Saturday, watch for that freezing fog early in the morning. But then the winds start to pick up. That should scour some of the fog out. And uh, we'll have temperatures rising up into the low to mid-40s for Saturday. Not too bad. Breezy out of the south, southeast, 10 to 20. And then we're still keeping an eye on that system coming in from the west. Uh, looks like it's going to be a quick mover. It's going to come in two pieces. One piece coming on Christmas Eve. We'll get a break Christmas Day. And then the second part of the storm uh hits on Tuesday. What are we expecting? How much snow? Any chance for freezing rain? How will it impact travel? Holy cow! Tons of questions. We'll have those answers after the bottom of the hour. Next, tease us. I would say it just throws out more questions than answers. I don't think that helps anybody. Well, that's why you have to stay until the bottom of the hour. I, I guess. I <laughs> stay mean, put. Watch stay. out for the fog this morning. Winter yeah. solstice, y- yesterday was it official? 927. Yep. All right, question for you. Okay. And Janae, <laughs> she thought this, that's not real, but yet she guessed it right. On the winter solstice, the most direct rays of the sun fall on the Tropic of Cancer, the Tropic of Capricorn, or the equator? I know this because... I'm a January baby. Okay, well, let's let Jace answer first then. Where's the Tropic of Capricorn? No, 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 no. That that would give it away. So Tropic of Cancer, Tropic of Capricorn. Well, it's whatever one is the, is farther south because we're, the axis, we're yep. tilted away from Well, the you're south. correct. So what, which one is, is it? tilted uh, What were the two tropics? <laughs> Tropic of Cancer, Tropic of Capricorn. Cancer? I don't know. Capricorn. Mm. I don't know yeah, which one it was. Yeah. I remember that in school. I when we were learning that in school, I'm like, oh, I. So what I used to do is, N cancer, N in cancer comes before the P in Capricorn in the oh. alphabet. So that would be further north. So that would be the first one, Cancer North Capricorn South. Gotcha. That's how I learned. And like it. I said, I'm a Capricorn, so Bingo. that's how I remember it too. Okay. So yesterday was the longest day of the year, no, or shortest? Shortest. Yeah, shortest. Shortest. Short, yes. So how much, like, are we gaining like 30 seconds of, of daylight a um, minute or at this time of year right now? Boy, over the next month, it's going to be, uh, It's I think it's just under 30 minutes, 20, 20 to 30, 20, 25 minutes over the next month. Okay. And then over the next 90 days, that's when things really start to kick okay. in. Okay. I, I thought the longest day of the year is when you got audited. might be the longest day of your lifetime that's your divorce date (laughs) (laughs) we don't want that at least there's a party afterwards well yeah (laughs) 610 we're going to get your national news in here from ABC big game James McCarty will be along with your WDAY sports from ABC News I'm Derek Dennis. Lines are long. Airports packed across the country as travelers take to the skies for the holiday weekend. Getting to the airport was a little tough. There was a uh, vehicle accident that shut down one of the uh, rental car entrances, so we had to find our way around that. That's Gary Charlin catching a flight out of San Diego where it's been raining heavily for two days. A powerful storm hitting the California coast right now. This storm system bringing five inches of rain to Southern California. The L.A. River, it's normally a trickle. It's ripping right now. It gives you a sense of how much moisture has come down and those flash flood warnings remain in effect. ABC's Matt Gutman. New sanctions this morning from the White House against Russia over Ukraine. President Biden citing an executive order to go after financial institutions that support Russia's military. 
military. In Gaza, the reported number of dead stands at more than 20,000 Palestinians in the war with Israel, and the U.N. says survivors are going hungry. More from ABC's Britt Clinnett. The U.N. is now saying that a majority of the population in Gaza is facing crisis levels of hunger. You see video of people clamoring at soup kitchens, little kids lining up with big pots, just desperate for some food. It is an extremely desperate situation in Gaza. Water is also extremely scarce. It's getting extremely hard to to describe how bad it is in there. And there's no end in sight. Hostages are still being held. Humanitarian aid is just trickling in and brokering another ceasefire has proven difficult. A national day of mourning in the Czech Republic after a mass shooting at a university in Prague killed at least 14 people. Officials say the gunman was an excellent student with no criminal record. He killed himself. Officials here calling this rare mass shooting unprecedented and insane, saying the gunman was inspired by a similar shooting abroad. His motives unclear. ABC's Tom Sufi Burridge. In Turkey, more than 300 people are being detained in a series of raids looking for links to terrorism. You're listening to ABC News. These days, you can get a car wash just about anywhere. Good for a quick rinse, but if you want your car to shine, there's only one that does the details. Don's. Don's Car Wash is locally owned and operated since 1958. From the attendant pre-wash to their super scrub soft cloth wash, and every car is hand-dried and personally inspected. You get a superior clean and a superior shine. Put a smile on your car today at either Don's Car Wash locations. Bonnie and Friends on WDAY Radio. 612, Big Game James McCarty joining us in studio now. Good morning to you, James. Good morning. So, let's let's see this. It's Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. 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 Three Eves. There's a lot of Eves. Yeah, wow. There we go. The 22nd of December. The Timberwolves last night took down the LA Lakers 118 to 111. Lakers without LeBron James sat out because apparently they were on a back to back as well. Yes. Which is interesting because every one of the Wolves played both games. Well, LeBron LeBron is 62 years old and getting close to retirement. (laughs) So he's been playing in the NBA for four decades. You said it. Anthony Edwards had 27 points. Rudy Gobert added a 15.13 rebound double-double. The Wolves now, who lead the Western Conference at 21-6, and will visit the Sacramento Kings tomorrow evening. High school basketball action last night. There were a few games, not a ton, as Fargo South in boys' action would roll over West Fargo Horace 91-61. Park Christian defeated Ashby 71-55. Alexandria would crush Moorhead 77-40. And DGF would fall to East Grand Fork 71-61. In girls' hoops, you had West Fargo Horace steamroll Fargo South 90-35. Moorhead, it would edge out West Fargo High 66-61. Central Cats would sneak by Oak Grove 44-39. to On the ice last night, the Minnesota Wild would edge out the Vancouver Canucks 4-3 in overtime. Four different goal scorers by the Wild, led by Marco Rossi's goal and two assists. You also had Kirill Kaprizov score the game winner in overtime. Gus Busk, Philip Gustafson. Saved 22 of 25 shots he faced. The Wild now host the Boston Bruins tomorrow evening. Second crack at them in the past week. High school action last night. Boys hockey, Davies, they were shut out by East Grand Forks 8-0. to And in girls hockey, only one game as well. Moorhead would shut out Warroad 1-0. to Haley Melquist scored the game's lone goal in that one. Tonight on WDAY Radio, all kinds of excitement for you. We have... 
Primetime Sports from 6.30 to 7 with Jace Demon and I will be joined by Kevin Marshall, host of FCS Nation, for a weekly conversation surrounding the subdivision. We'll also give a, a rundown of the Wolves and the Wild and how they fared in their home matchups last night. And then we'll go into high school basketball coverage as we have girls' high school basketball action tonight on WDAY Radio as the Fargo Davies Eagles host the Grand Forks Red River Rough Riders, the reigning state champs. Tip set for 7.15 of that one with Jason and I on the play-by-play call for it. PTS from 6.30 to 7, pregame for the, the girls' hoops from 7 to 7.15, and then tip off at 7.15, and it'll be the final action until Christmas Day for the high school ranks, the college ranks, and really everybody that's not in the pros. And you have the Wolves and Wild on Saturday evening. Other than that, it's going to be kind of you know quiet with the exception of NFL having games all day mm-hmm. Sunday, all day Monday, taken away from the NBA on Christmas Day, and... We'll be right back into the swing of things next week. So your holiday weekend doesn't start until like 9.30 tonight or something like that after the game. <laughs> uh, prob- yeah, yeah, probably 10 o'clock so. somewhere in there. Because we'll, like the game will probably get over right about 9 o'clock-ish, and we'll wrap up. We'll be packed up by quarter after 9, 9.30, somewhere in there. We'll sit there and BS around for half hour, 45 minutes. Cause Which that's one how of we, you stop stocking how first? We roll. It, it really depends on him. <laughs> You guys it depends on both of you. If, it, if it's the start of winter and and we don't one of us doesn't have our coat and we're out by our trucks, um, then whoever gets coldest first will will be the one to so, head off. I'm not blaming anybody, but it it wasn't my fault. It it depends on like Jay said. It depends on the weather, mm-hmm. how prepared we are for the weather with our with the way we dress, mm-hmm. the custodians of the schools, and oh, how late yeah. they let us stay in the venue. To I mean, there's a lot of different things that play parts and will it be 20 minutes 40 minutes or an hour and a half the longest goodbye. regardless yeah. we we stall to go home we'll put it that way <laughs> so we, we enjoy being at the venues a little bit and sometimes we get uh our internet cut off so all of a sudden our sign offs are cut uh, off. it's like time to go yeah that well, happened we, to we, us, uh, we didn't know that last was gonna happen. it happened in, in uh in minot as i was going through the sign off and it didn't go red right away, so I didn't notice anything. And then I went to try and switch over to the live programming, and it wouldn't work. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everything went red, and I noticed my phone wasn't on the internet. The laptop they shut off wasn't the internet on. at the gym? Or Apparently. Yeah, they, well, they, 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 because it, they move in and out, they move the scores table because they have an indoor track in there, kind of like how MSUM has it at Nemzik Fieldhouse. And so I'm sure what it is, they probably just, for whatever dumb reason, Instead of just having the line active all the time, they probably have a switch that they turn it on and off when the mm-hmm. scores table is there. Wanted to go and home. they just shut us <laughs> off. And so we, we were scrambling for like three we're, minutes to try and get connected uh, so we could get to the, uh, the control panic. to try we can get us back to regular programming. I'm trying to we, log- had the, uh, <laughs> we had the default, you know, you're listening to WZFG Radio, and we'll be back in I'm a minute. I'm trying to like run up the bleachers to get high enough in the dome to get enough internet on my phone to connect to my laptop to switch it. It was an absolute You'll disaster. You'll have to talk to them for next year before they <laughs> don't. Can you not shut off the internet for like a half Did hour you after the game? just give us a minute, all right? <laughs> we're so... Standing at the up. scores table with hand gestures and papers flying. What do you think we're doing that for fun? No, <laughs> uh, no, we're doing our jobs. That's funny. It's the worst part is it's not the only time it's ever happened. To us. <laughs> no respect, like Rodney Dangerfield. We've, we've had other people that have just incidentally gotten done with broadcast, and we have Ethernet lines plugged in. <laughs> yeah. You know the same spots, and they just go and they start popping them out, and all oh, of a sudden geez. I look and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the funny thing is, I was waving at him like, "Don't, don't do that," because they had a switch, what is what they call, so it kind of splits the uh, network cable. And he's just talking to the local high school because they've got a live stream of their own, and he's just talking with them, and he just unplugs stuff, oh, and I'm no. just like, it was, <laughs> "Next thing we know, we're uh, we're off the air." And uh, at that point in time, we weren't doing the broadcast remotely, so the, whoever's in the in the booth, uh, Spencer, probably back Spencer, in the day, we just uh, went to a year and a half program. ago. Oh, two years ago, yeah. but uh, moral of the story is it was one of our, our good friends from around the metro area here, but I I claimed it as sabotage yeah. I know. because he worked for another entity, and <laughs> all of a sudden his broadcast was done, and apparently ours was too because his was. <laughs> there you go. All right, I know you got the game tonight, but then you have Christmas, so what? what's your Christmas going to look like? Peaceful, relaxing, noisy, chaotic? Oh, good Lord. I have a feeling it's loud. It's and lots loud, of people it's are obnoxious, talking. and there's a lot of- Are there little kids of... screaming? At your Christmas? I think you James, you know probably, the funniest part James about is it probably is? probably screaming. Probably. At this point, I would say the adults scream more than the kids. Yeah. Oh, that's my sister I mean, we've kind of gotten They're to that loud. point where, where a lot of the kids, you know, like the largest kind of group of kids in the family would have been the ones that are my age, my cousins. You're big kids. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, on both sides of the family, believe it or not, actually. So <laughs> I've got a cousin or two around my age or a, two, a year or two older that have had a kid in the last two years or so. So there's two or three of them running around on one side. There's only one on the other side, but it most of it is between our, you know, like 25 year olds, give or take, and then uh, my aunt on my mom's side. She's a uh, crazy. She's a hoot. <laughs> she's a hoot. You like that aunt, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it. <laughs> my that's favorite aunt. When we get in the same room together, things go downhill and it hurts. She um, <laughs> she walked in. To Thanksgiving last year with a portable karaoke backpack. Mm. <laughs> she's one of I them. Like her. She's yeah. one of them people's. And oh then there's gosh. been other times where she's shown up a little bit late, and I go, "Why did you show up late?" She goes, "I was out with the girls last night. And we had some gray goose." <laughs> and I'm like, it, it, "It's it was it's a it's a Thursday. What are you doing?" <laughs> we had fun clearly. Well, so I'm like, so I'm like, so is this loud? I start clapping and stuff. I'm like, how does this feel? <laughs> And I do that. Oh, she, yeah. Oh. And then she, I get payback. Don't Sounds worry. like you guys have a good time. We enjoy ourselves. Yeah. So we'll have tomorrow's travel day. We have a Christmas tomorrow at two in the afternoon and at five. Two different Christmases. How far so, away? Like how far do you have About to an hour drive. Okay. So it's like just with my family, my mom, my stepdad and the siblings at like two-ish and then the, the rest of the kids, like all eight of us, nine of us, whatever there are. And then we go to my mom's side for Christmas, and then we'll have Christmas Eve, probably the, just my grandparents on my mom's side just because of some family stuff going on, and then Christmas Day will be my dad's side. Okay. We, we, we've branched out. We'll yeah. Branched out. Okay. There's a lot of, lots of Christmas. Yes. There's a lot of stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, and all families are different. Yeah, my mm-hmm. sister-in-law's family. Cooler they're, is they're empty currently. So. You'll fill uh, that cooler up with... Make, make sure you bring multiple coolers with you, James. You, well, the nice thing is, I mean, even though those guys are talking about rain, that means it could still be under 40 degrees. And I don't know if you know this, your fridge isn't, you know, right, or right in that general vicinity. Go to the convenience store and buy some ice for your cooler, kid. I got a tailgate. You can put ice, a block of ice in your cooler still. If I get desperate, I do have one of my sleds for ice fishing that's about a foot and a half tall. It's a little deep. So it would kind of look like, you know, when you go to the family picnic in the summer and you have the the ice trough. Yep, yep. That's basically what I could do with the cooler. But it would, instead of being, uh, you know, soda, it would be. 
anywhere from ham chunks to cheese sticks to whatever <laughs> other type of uh, deviled egg or anything I can find. You have like the nine herbs. coolers that you haven't returned. Yeah, Why don't you put them all in the back of your truck? You should so have when they give the... you things. You have all your coolers. You've got. You've got. It's a... an evidence thing. Okay. You got a. You got a bed topper, don't you? I mean, yeah, so I that, do exactly. So that you well, can put all of those coolers in there because Grandma's going to fill you up with some I, stuff. I, on I one could, of those but days. like I. It would be easier just to use one of the sleds, though. <laughs> I mean, it might be a little heavy, but at the you same point... You know what's going to happen. They're my parents, you... I think, they know I have a few of their coolers. I don't think they realize how many I have. I so say, I don't want to incriminate myself. You don't need any more, put it that well, way. At least I do bring, not, know. At least bring some, because otherwise you'll bring back yet another cooler, and then... Hey, I'm uh, proud again. of me. What it been? <laughs> when was it? I borrowed a cooler when we went down to Mankato for football. Right. And I brought that back to my grandparents at Thanksgiving. Yay! Because you wanted them to fill it with food for you. I like that. No, no. Strategy. I just, I was just, I was just the, the best grandkid they had. <laughs> I know it's a pride thing, but you didn't get a deer this year, so maybe you can beg your well, that, cousin to give you some deer sticks. That's yeah. very hurtful there. I know. Sorry, you know, I keep the, rubbing yeah. it in, don't I? <laughs> Bonnie, I'm going up the top rope. <laughs> you know what? I'll be shooting my bow this spring. We're going we're gonna to maximize our time in the woods there just to prove a point next fall. All right, I'm big. not going to show up to work on a Wednesday. It's going to be because I'm deer hunting because of the grief you give me. Okay, we'll cover you as long as you uh, come through with some shticks at some point. All right. Well, I can't promise anything clearly, but I'll try my best. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everybody. 624 Bonnie and Friends, WDAY Radio. Safe travel to all of you if you are hitting the roads. Uh, we do have some pretty thick fog here in the metro, other areas as well. So, And it could be slick in spots as there's a freezing mist too. So just drive safe. And we hope you enjoy your time with family and friends. There's a couple of free Christmas meals coming up, and we'll have details on those straight ahead. There's no way around it if you have kids. This Christmas, there will be presents, and if they have grandparents, a lot of them. Giving is a big part of the season, but don't forget to give your family the greatest gift of all, one that will be talked about at your family gatherings for years to come. A new roof from Fargo Roofing and Siding. Schedule your free estimate today at FargoRoofing.com. Premium quality, premium This holiday season, Wimmer's Diamonds is sure to bring the sparkle of the season to your gathering. Hello, this is Aaron Wimmer, and I am sure we have the perfect piece for everyone on your nice list. Whether it be exquisite diamonds, gems, or fine jewelry, we will help you select the perfect gift that expresses your love. And we'll even wrap it for you. And we'll be here for you last-minute shoppers on Christmas Eve until 2 p.m. Visit us this holiday season at Wimmer's, where holiday dreams come true. Wimmer'sDiamonds.com Love is all around during the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event. By the end of this, our 16th year, Subaru will have donated over $285 million to charity like the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels America, and the National Park Foundation. And Muscatel Subaru is also proud to support Fraser Limited right here in the Valley. Visit muscatelsubaru.com for more details. Bonnie and Friends on WDAY Radio, AM 
Christmas, 626, Bonnie and Friends, WDAY Radio, Bonnie Amistati, Jace Denman. Not everybody, you know, of course, has family to gather with. Yep. And uh, if you're looking for a holiday meal, I see at the Fargo Salvation Army today, they're going to be serving up their annual Christmas meal. Everybody's invited to that. It's between 11 and 1230 at the Salvation Army, downtown Fargo, 304 Robert Street. Yeah, it's right uh, right next to the federal yeah. building, the post office, that building, not the federal courthouse, the federal building mm-hmm. with uh, federal agencies in it. Not that I know exactly where that's at, obviously. You spent, what, 25 years there? Not 20, 21. Something like well, that. Well, 21 in total, but I mean 17 years here in town. Yeah, so if you're looking for a Christmas meal, again, that's today from mm-hmm. 11 to 12.30. And then tomorrow, I, w- I was having lunch on one of my days off with uh, one of my friends. He's a veteran, Vietnam mm-hmm. veteran, old, older gent, and he was telling me about there was going to be a free meal over at the Fargo VFW, and that is on Saturday from 11 until noon, the Fargo Memorial Honor Guard uh, getting some help from Spud mm-hmm. Wrestling, Theta Chi at NDSU, Cass County Veterans Service Office. They're hosting the annual community Christmas dinner. And uh, thanks to the generosity of our friends over at Beverage Wholesalers, they'll be serving a ham dinner with all the trimmings. They'll also be delivering to 50 veterans that can't get out, all law enforcement officers. First responders are welcome to grab a meal there. And they want to give back that is and they at, uh, thank the Fargo VFW for that. The Far- Fargo VFW, is that downtown as yep, well? Yep, 202 Broadway. So that meal is Saturday from 11 is that, to oh, 2 is that, is, that, is that the one on the corner? Um. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that that's where Toscana used to be, and then then VF, the VFW's got that whole building now. Toscana was an Italian restaurant downtown. Yeah, yeah, Penny I never Mar- was there. Isn't that Penny, the place that you always went to with your friends? Penny Marmonte, and was, they all of us got the same dish. So it was, it was except you didn't have mushrooms or something. Uh, well, the mushrooms. There's no point in putting mushrooms in mine. It's just like whatever. It's probably some disgruntled cook who probably spit in my food and just picked out the mushrooms from like, that's ah, stupid idiot. I love mushrooms. Uh, I just don't get anything out of mushrooms. I'm like, well. I like them. Yeah. But no. So, yeah, I know where that is, too. Okay. So, Catherine's sending some facts here. Mm-hmm. Length of daylight, nine hours, five minutes from December 17th through the 26th before we gained the light. Well, you said the longest day. I mean, uh, it was the shortest. I know. I shortest. misspoke. Yeah. I misspoke. Because I, I looked at that and I was like, oh, I think we said that backwards. But it is a long day when it's dark. It's a long dark, day when it's dark, yes, right? exactly. So that's where my head went yeah. with that. She says the earliest sunset is 4.11 before getting later, 12.7 through the 10th, sunrise 7.13 from uh, December 28th through New Year's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Very think, confusing. I, yeah, I think, I think my, <laughs> actually, I think my uncle said it because uh, technically yesterday was the 21st Thursday. That was my uncle's birthday. Mm. Today is my mom and her sister's birthday. Uh, twins? Yes. Right? <laughs> I'll give you uh, three guesses, and the first two don't. Oh, count. that would die. that was a dumb question. Yeah, <laughs> well, because you mentioned something about twins earlier, so yeah. I wasn't thinking he's going to spend time with their twins. Well, sometimes twins can be like days apart too. If one's born at like you know eleven fifty nine, one at twelve oh two, but you're still twins. No, right? my my mom is the is the baby of the family. She was the oh, there's another one. Ah, they, she was so, a surprise. They yeah, didn't know. They, back in the uh, obviously the very early fifties, uh, they. Maybe they didn't quite have uh, What's the What's stealing? She was just over by my desk. What did she steal? She's she, probably giving you ooh, something. Oh, she remembered the cookies that she yeah. sent me a picture of last night. Now uh-huh. we're talking. See? All right, we need to get some cookies. We better get into the WDAY News Center with Ty Schoener. She was trying to give them to Tom Tucker, but Tom Tucker Tom's not even here, so we'll is, eat his. Is going to be on his vacation loss. till next, uh, the next, next They'll week, Monday. They'll spoil. We'll have to eat Sucker. Them. Oh, no. We'll have to eat some more cookies. Oh, so. I gave next, him a next, plate. He's covered. So Tom's not coming back until the new year. Correct. Correct. He's not 
come back. See you next yeah. year, Tom. <laughs> yeah, see you in 2024. Good one. Buddy. All right, all right. 36 degree Thomas outside our South Fargo studios. I'll be munching on cookies in a second here. So I'll get to the news real fast. North Dakota Attorney General Drew Wrigley says the investigation into the events surrounding Fargo's fatal July 14th shooting will be released soon. We were very forthright and, and remain so, but the investigation continues. We are about, we're becoming close to where it's going to be wrapped up. And when it is, when it's when it's done with finality and we can say it's a closed case at that point, I will be releasing uh, all of the, the materials that go that are covered by our open record records law. I'll do that uh, as quickly as is humanly possible. The shooting claimed the life of Fargo officer Jake Walleen and injured two other police officers seriously and injured a bystander as well seriously. Wrigley says some of the video will have redacted content in them, but they are still expected to be released. One person hospitalized after an apartment fire near I-29 in Fargo. Fargo Fire Department responding to the apartment at 1469, uh, 35th Street South in Fargo, just after 1 a.m. Smoke was first reported this building, uh, this morning in the building, and a small fire was found in the kitchen on a second floor apartment. An adult male found inside the apartment taken to a local medical facility in an unknown condition. The fire quickly extinguished damage estimates at around $35,000. North Dakota Superintendent of Public Instruction Kirsten Baszler announcing Thursday she will seek re-election. She made the announcement while appearing on the Jay Thomas show. Baszler first elected to the position in 2012. A representative of the North Dakota Corn Growers Association expressing support for the development of an underground CO2 pipeline in the state, which would be used to transport liquid waste from ethanol plants around the Midwest to an underground storage site near Bismarck. This is going to be the the next step to get ourselves into bigger and better markets to to really drive the the corn industry. That's Drew Courtney. He spoke at a forum in Bismarck Wednesday night aiming at drumming up support for CO2-related projects in North Dakota, including the pipeline proposal by Summit Carbon Solutions. Some farmers and other property owners don't want the pipeline on their land and are pursuing legal action. Map bus transit in Fargo reducing their hours of operation. Driver shortages forcing the move, which will go into effect on January 13th. No weekday operations will be affected in this. Officials say Matt bus fixed routes and paratransit services will end on Saturdays at 8.15 instead of 10.15. And there will be no Saturday service on the 6, 9, and 16 routes as well. A statewide monitoring platform showing COVID-19 cases in Minnesota have climbed steadily this month. University of Minnesota's wastewater tracking dashboard monitoring 38 treatment facilities in the state, and many have seen increases in virus detection uh, between 10 and 120 percent in the last two weeks. Health officials say they usually is an indicator that more people will seek treatment for COVID-19 in the next few weeks. Those officials say holiday travel, a lack of updated vaccinations, and waning immunity. It will also lead to more cases of the virus. A special panel approved by the appointed by the governor has recommended three candidates for the opening of the Minnesota Court of Appeals. The panel announcing this week Rachel Bond, Japal Harris, uh, and Sarah Hensley are finalists for the appointment. Bond serving as managing attorney for the Office of Minnesota Appellate Public Defender. Harris is a judge in the second judicial district in Ramsey County. Hennessy is the ju- chief judge of the seventh judicial district and based in St. Cloud. The opening created one Jeffrey Bryan was selected by President Biden to fill an opening on Minnesota's U.S. District Court. 
and of Minneapolis man accused of holding seven, uh, holding five stolen French bulldog puppies hostage for ransom is dead after being shot multiple times in North Minneapolis Tuesday night. Police are searching for his murderer. Mikhail Payton was charged two weeks ago with felony theft for taking the puppies worth an estimated $75,000. In court documents, prosecutors say Patton, uh, Payton was demanding $20,000 in ransom for the puppies, which he said the owner owed him. I'm Ty Schoener with WDAY and WDAYRadioNow.com. Let's see if they can all talk through the cookies they're munching on. We have our chief meteorologist, Dean Wysocki, inside the Skywatch Weather Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, Ty. We've got some foggy conditions out there. Dense fog advisory in the FM area and out Lakes Country and Point South. Now, there's a couple of travel trouble problems here this morning. We've got the dense fog, obviously, but temperatures just to the west of the valley are in the 20s. And I'm talking by just west Castleton, so not far from the FM area. Uh, so watch out for freezing fog. Some freezing mist in the northern valley with temperatures in the 20s. Out in Lakes Country, we're looking at very dense fog. So leave a little bit of extra time if you're commuting into work this morning. The winds are blowing lightly out of the south. We're at 33 here at the studio. Uh, we'll see that fog this morning with the dense fog advisory. And then uh, we'll see that fog lift by the afternoon and see some sunshine with highs in the upper 30s. Light winds will be blowing out of the south southeast. Fog redevelops tonight. Again, some of that could be dense, but lows near 30, light winds out of the south-southeast. The winds pick up a little bit for Saturday afternoon. That will help scour out some of the fog, and we'll see partly sunny skies. Highs in the mid-40s on Saturday. Not bad. Record is 46. So we're going to be close. Oh. We're going to be close to that. Then... The storm system, which is now entering the desert southwest, will move pretty quickly northeastward. And we'll see kind of a rain-snow mix develop on Sunday. We're talking mm-hmm. Sunday early. And then that will quickly change to snow, it looks like. Uh, how much snow? We're looking at, oh boy, about an inch of slushy accumulation. Mm. And that, and if you're in lakes country, it's all rain Christmas Eve. So we're not worried about any problems there. But might have to deal with some dense fog with the precip out in Lakes Country on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. So you might have to deal with foggy travel. But it'll be all rain in Lakes Country. Uh, the snow band will line up from about the valley westward, uh, Grand Forks through the FM area, and out towards, uh, let's say, just west of Wapaton. It'll be a pretty narrow band of snow, but uh, some areas could pick up an inch of slushy accumulation on Christmas Eve. Highs are going to be in the mid-30s, so anything that falls shouldn't be really too much of a problem. Uh, and then as we head into Christmas, we'll see a break from the action. The main store, the secondary area of low pressure redevelops in the central plains, and that will spread northward very slowly on Tuesday uh, and give a either a rain-snow or a freezing rain mix from Alexandria southward. The further south you go towards the city is probably going to be all rain. That's the day after Christmas. So okay. Chris, Christmas itself looks... Looks okay. We're going to see a little bit of break in the action. Um, but again, if you're traveling southward, maybe Christmas night uh, towards uh, Alex and point southward, you could run into some freezing rain down there. So we'll keep an eye on that second part of the storm. But the first part coming Christmas Eve, a lot of people traveling on Christmas Eve. And yeah, expect some slippery travel around here, at least from the valley westward. East of the valley looks like to be mainly a rain event. Yeah. When I hear an inch of snow, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, it's not like bad. 10 inches no, of snow no, no. blizzard conditions yeah, or no. anything. No, no, no. And, and keep in mind, with temperatures, you know, even if we got two inches, uh, a lot of this is going to melt on contact. Uh, 
the grassy areas, but I think the main roadways could see some slushy accumulation. This, okay, so this nothing, is a, nothing terrible. This is a really dumb question. Then, so if it's not, no, there's that, no such thing as a dumb. I just oh, asked if his mother and his sister born on the same day were twins, so it can't go downhill from wow. there. Wow, <laughs> funny. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I, I I've, I've mentioned that you know she's a twin, but uh, yeah, I mean sometimes you have a sibling that's born on the same day, but you're years apart. But I had mentioned twins like kind of in passing well, and multiple no, times. No, in, in Bonnie's defense, they could have been twins on New Year's Eve. Like one right. was born New Year's Eve, one was born New yeah, Year's see, Day. I told them that. Yeah. See, so, mm-hmm. but that didn't happen. Yeah. I got in the eggnog a little bit this morning. <laughs> no, so my, what's no, your what's my, your dumb question? My dumb question is is that so like if we don't actually have it have the snow accumulating on the ground, how do you still kind of measure how many inches of snow you get? Is it just based on the amount of of what I that see ends his up as face. liquid? He's looking at you like you know, that so, is a dumb Because you said question. the snow might not accumulate on the ground, but we there's well, it might not accumulate. It might not accumulate on the roadways. Oh, okay, yeah. With, with but the, it, it still it still counts as far as how many inches of snow it, yes. it just lands on like grass and stuff. So yes, because it's uh, so Daryl Richardson he he's the official mm-hmm. measure and mm-hmm. and he's got they call it a snowboard. Oh, okay. And it's blocked from wind, so wind won't affect it. And so whatever falls on that snowboard, that's how it's measured. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Because now, if you're trying to measure from the ground and the ground is warm, then exactly. it would get yeah. tricky. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. that's why we're like you. you, you we right. come in on, on a work on a Monday, and we're all here. And it's like, well, how much snow did you get? And I'm like, well, we got a dusting that's all over the grass, but I, I don't really don't know how much we got. Exactly. So. Yeah. So a lot of this, and now there, again, there could be some slushy accumulation on the roadways. So. Uh, you'll want to kind of just keep that in the back of your mind. Any big, huge storm, uh, this is nothing that's going to halt travel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, there will be some pockets of freezing rain as well. So it, there will be some slippery travel Christmas Eve. Yeah. I think Christmas Day will be much better. Yeah. Hmm. Just be careful. That's yeah. all. Extra yep. time. Exactly. All right. It is 640. We're going to get your national news and the American Ag Network in. Then Big Game James McCarty is along with your WDAY Sports. ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. Travelers taking to the skies for the holiday weekend, packing airports across the country with weather having an impact on the west and east coasts. The storms in the west coming as holiday travel kicks into high gear. And also on the heels of that powerful storm that pummeled the east this week. Rivers finally receding in New Jersey. In New Hampshire, a race to shore up bridges and roads and restore power. ABC's Matt Gutman. New sanctions this morning from the White House against Russia over Ukraine. President Biden signing an executive order to go after financial institutions that support Russia's military. Ukraine's president has been pleading for more financial aid, but it has to come from Congress, which is on holiday recess. A national day of mourning in the Czech Republic after a mass shooting at a university in Prague killed at least 14 people. Officials say the gunman was an excellent student with no criminal record. He killed himself. Investigators still trying to piece together a motive. This is ABC News. The EU will continue tariff suspension on U.S. goods. You're listening to the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen with news of agriculture. Well, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai applauded the European Union's announcement that it's extending the suspension of tariffs on U.S. goods. Tai said in a statement, quote, for the past two years, the United States and European Union have engaged in critically important negotiations. Our goal is to negotiate a forward-looking arrangement that will allow us to join forces economically to incentivize fair and clean production and trade in the steel and aluminum sectors, end quote. 
Now, she points out that challenges remain as two new wars have started and global economic disruptions have continued since the negotiations began in 2021. She adds, quote, these are technically complex negotiations and the United States remains committed to our partnership with the EU and to staying at the table to continue the progress we've made so far. I'm glad the EU has announced that it is taking steps to join us in extending the time for these negotiations, end quote. Well, four new board directors recently appointed by Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack were sworn in during the sorghum checkoffs annual December meeting. Additionally, two producers began their second terms after being reappointed by Secretary Vilsack. The board elected Kendall Hodgson of Little River, Kansas, as the chairman for 2024. And the newly elected chair says, quote, I am honored to lead this organization into a new era of growth and innovation. Sorghum is a crop with incredible potential, and I am excited to work alongside our leaders and producers to elevate its impact. Together, we will cultivate opportunities, foster sustainable growth, and strengthen the sorghum industry, end quote. A sorghum checkoff executive director Norma Ritz-Johnson says, quote, amid the challenges of the persisting drought, innovation thrives in the heart of challenges. We are ecstatic that this group of producers and board members embody the resilience that will steer the sorghum industry towards a horizon of groundbreaking possibilities, end quote. You're listening to the American Ag Network. Welcome to Soybean Minute, your source for timely soybean news. I am North Dakota Soybean Council Director Dallas Luff of Wapaton. The North Dakota Soybean Council will be seeking nominations for county and district representatives in Lemoore, Dickey, Cass, and Stutzman counties, along with District 11, which consists of 13 northwestern counties in North Dakota. If you are a soybean farmer and live in one of these counties, you will receive a nomination form in the mail in December. If you have a passion for the soybean industry, a commitment to serve, and want to be a part of a progressive, strategic, and collaborative commodity board, consider nominating yourself or a fellow soybean producer in your county. Serving on the council board will enable you to influence how checkoff dollars are invested, shape the future of our commodity, increase your industry knowledge, and expand your network in the soybean industry. For more information about our election process, visit ndsoybean.org. That's ndsoybean.org. This message is brought to you by the North Dakota Soybean Council and the Soybean Checkoff. Milk production in the 24 major milk-producing states during November totaled 17.3 billion pounds, 0.5% below November of last year. October's revised production at 17.9 billion pounds was down 0.6% from October of last year. The October revision represented a decrease of 37 million pounds, or 0.2%, from last month's preliminary production estimate. Production per cow in the 24 major states averaged 1,948 pounds for November, 3 pounds below November 2022. The number of milk cows on farm in those states was 8.9 million head, 26,000 head less than in November of 2022, and 9,000 head below October of this year. Milk production in the U.S. totaled 18.1 billion pounds in November, down 0.6% from November 2022. Production per cow hit 1,932 pounds in November, two pounds below November of last year. The number of milk cows on farms in the U.S. was 9.36 million head, 44,000 head below last year. This is the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen reporting. 6.45, time now for a check on your WDAY Sports with Big Game James McCarty. Last night on the ice, the yeah. Minnesota Wild would edge out the Vancouver Canucks 4-3 to in overtime. Four different goal scorers. Marco Rossi led the way with a goal and two assists. Kirill Kaprizov, the overtime game winner. Wild have now won five of their last six games, and they host the Boston Bruins tomorrow night. In high school hockey action, there was only two games on the docket last night, one in boys, one in girls. First for the boys, East Grand Forks all over Fargo Davies 
8-0. to zero. And in girls' hockey action, Moorhead would shut out War Road. That was right here on WDAY Radio with Larry Knutson on the call. Haley Melquist would score the game's only goal as the Spuds improved to 10-1-1. On the season. Moving over to the hardwood last night, the Minnesota Timberwolves took down the LA Lakers, the villains of the NBA, 118 to 111. Unless you don't like the Warriors, then they're your villain. But regardless, West Coast, bad. We'll put it that way. Lakers did not play LeBron James, though, who sat out due to rest on the back end of the back to back for the Lakers. Anthony Edwards had 27 points for the Wolves. Rudy Gobert with 15 and 13, 15 points, 13 rebounds. And the Wolves now visit the Sacramento Kings tomorrow evening. High school basketball action last night. First in boys, Fargo South over West Fargo Horace, 91-61. Park Christian defeats Ashby, 71-55. Alexandria crushed Moorhead, 77-40. And Dilworth, Glendon, Felton would fall to East Grand Forks, 71-61. In girls hoops last night, West Fargo Horace steamroll on Fargo South, 90-35. Moorhead would edge out West Fargo High, 66-61. And Central Cass would sneak by Oak Grove, 44 to 39. Tonight, right here on WDAY Radio, all kinds of sports action. As you have primetime sports from 6.30 to 7 with Jace Denman and I, we'll be joined by Kevin Marshall, host of FCS Nation, for our weekly conversation surrounding the subdivision. Plus, we'll talk a bit about the Wolves and Wild, how they fared in their Thursday night home matchups. And then at 7 o'clock, we'll go into pregame coverage as we have girls' high school basketball action on WDAY Radio with a top-five affair between the Fargo-Davies Eagles hosting the Grand Forks Red River Rough Riders. Tip set for 7.15 with Jason and I on the play-by-play call. Did Janae make that whole platter of cookies for us? It's a large platter because the rate we're going, we're going to have them all gone. And she sent a memo out to all I staff. That, it's my like, favorite, oh, no, she did. they're going to last that my long? My <laughs> favorite part about it was yeah, the memo goes out to the staff. It's 6.48 <laughs> in the morning. And I looked, and I was like, that's a quarter gone. It's been there for four minutes. That's, that's and the, the, the other well, side of the building. I'm here, so that's The other why. side of the building, I, I get there's only like two of them over there right now, but they haven't. They're not uh, as quick as we are. They no. haven't even gotten a piece Look, of it yet. My dad has always said this. Whoever eats the fastest gets the mostest. There you go. I like that. So. And her stuff is delicious. So gingerbread men, and then she had like a turtle cookie out there. Yeah. Delicious. She got, I'm all about she the She's got Reese. some fancy frosted uh, sugar cookies as She's well. She's a good baker. Yeah. She is. I'm all about the Christmas trees. I need to slow down because I'm going to have all that sugar, and I was going to be getting, <laughs> heading into that 7.30 segment, and all of a sudden here's me going. No, we don't want you sleeping. Um, I've had enough, crash. plus Steve is making us breakfast today. I know. Oh, so, Brett Haas. I know. Beginning at 8. What, I'll pancakes, try to get back there. eggs. I, I might. Eggs and like I might. So I should. I should. Uh, oh yeah. I think I'm gonna so. be asleep at my desk by about nine thirty. <laughs> as long as you can stay awake until eight thirty on the air here, well, with me. we're to, good to go. I, I have to keep. I don't. I have to keep fueling the fire with that extra sugar out there. With I don't the know if butter. it's a part of the breakfast spread or not, but I I have a weakness when it comes to brunches, and that's uh, biscuits with with gravy. Oh, but it's yeah. specifically, if you get the sausage gravy. Oh, Steve is pumping the brakes. He's going back home. He's going to fry up some sausage and make some biscuits for you, James. Basically, what other kind of gravy is there for biscuits and gravy? Well, some people just do just regular gravy, or like you'll just do the. It's like white with pepper. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's like a white pepper style. It has to have sausage in it. Otherwise, this yeah, yeah, there's sausage. Sometimes what I'll do, I'll. Because you have like those pre-made packets, the powder packets. Yeah, yeah. And I'll do like that white pepper gravy, whatever it is. But then I throw in. The sausage on top of it, of course. and if you have a little bit of extra flour, you can mm-hmm. keep that little bit of grease in there from the sausage, and just keep it nice and thick. And oh, see, I think it's a guy thing because I'll make it for my boys. Buddy, they yeah. love biscuits and gravy, and to me, it's like no, I'll just take some eggs. 
Yeah, well, biscuits and gravy to me, like that wasn't something we had really growing up. We didn't you know. Either. We did really. Yeah, oh. we had. We I was more to Hardee's to get that. Yeah, back in we the day. we did more. I guess like I was yumpy, wasn't I? Yep. We, well, we did more pancakes and waffles, and I I didn't really wasn't big into eating eggs when I was younger. But you know, once I got older and, and found you know picante sauce. Then I know we're, about it. we're pushing the envelope, but one of my favorite things in the winter is to do the breakfast spread where you do scrambled eggs with, with the sausage and gravy with biscuits, mm-hmm. but then if you can fry up some walleye on the side, that is some good stuff. That's <laughs> a, that's a good hearty breakfast. I mean, I love walleye, but not I, for not breakfast. breakfast. Oh, yeah. Walleye is what's for breakfast. <laughs> we'll have I to love bring in my stuff. electric skillet and frying pan go. one day, and we'll make up yeah. some breakfast. How's that sound? That sounds That'd be fun. 631, Bonnie and Friends, WDAY Radio. Good morning. Thanks for being here, and Merry Christmas. Are you so done with dentures? Can't eat that delicious steak? Help is here. Call Dr. Jeff and the team at Designer Smiles. Dental implants are one of the best ways to replace missing teeth. Dental implants provide a strong foundation for fixed or removable teeth. They are known for being durable and long-lasting. With good care, dental implants can last a lifetime. Dr. Jeff would welcome an opportunity to consult you on your options. Find out more at FargoDentalCare.com or call for a consult, 298-9400. 298-9400. Wouldn't it be nice if shopping for clothes could be like simple? Why waste time running around everywhere when you can find everything you need in one store? Helberstadt's West Acres Mall has 14,000 square feet of menswear, making your shopping experience stress-free. Searching for wedding attire as a guest or the groom? Want to stand out in style on the course? Looking for clothing and shoes you'll actually wear? Helberstadt's in the West Acres Mall has it all. Helberstadt's located in the J.C. Penney's Wing. Your company's IT department and usage of technology has probably changed over the last few years. So how do you know if your business is vulnerable to ransomware attacks, security breaches, and network intrusions? Talk to Consolidated Communications. Their expert team can evaluate if you're at risk and help you utilize their easy-to-use cloud secure service. Go to Consolidated.com slash cybersecurity. That's Consolidated.com slash cybersecurity. Consolidated Communications. With Jiffy Lube MultiCare, it's our job to make car care make sense. With personalized service reviews that swap the car talk for straight talk so you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Where highly trained service technicians have your back, helping you take care of the small stuff before it becomes big stuff. Plus a full range of services from Pennzoil oil changes to tires, brakes, batteries, and more. We've got what your car needs, so you're ready for whatever's next. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care, that's a job for Jiffy. Jiffy Lube, 620 Dakota Avenue, Wapaton. You're listening to Bonnie and Friends on WDAY Radio. 653, foggy, dense in spots. Drive with care. Time to get to the American Ag Network. Rain in parts of the Midwest for Friday. You're listening to the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen with this agriculture weather update. Well, we have a disturbance that has moved out of the plains and into the Midwest here on Friday morning, bringing scattered rain showers for parts of Missouri into southern Iowa and uh, moving into parts of Illinois here right now. Also watching as we get through uh, into this weekend and into Christmas, two disturbances are moving into the west and will combine to create a big storm in the days surrounding Christmas. But temperatures will be quite warm and records are likely to be broken in parts of the uh, upper Midwest ahead of this storm. So it's looking like a lot of this system could end up being rainfall. But we are keeping an eye on this as it combines out west and moves 
eastward here towards Christmas and into next week. Maybe a little bit of wintry mix thrown in and some snow on the northwestern side of this storm system. But overall, it's looking mostly like rain with those temperatures remaining well above normal here through the end of the year. You're listening to the American Ag Network. Wheat growers of the north, it's time to push performance to answer the call of Westbred Wheat. With regionally proven varieties like WB9590 and WB9479 with high protein, yield potential, and standability. Trust Westbred Wheat to help you get the most out of every acre. Now's the time. Boldly grow. Seize the season with Westbred Wheat. Performance may vary. Read and follow pesticide label directions, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. When it comes to cereal disease protection, Prosaro Pro 400 SC fungicide from Bayer makes all the difference. With three effective active ingredients for overlapping control of foliar and head diseases and a flexible application window for head scab, it's formulated to lower dawn, protect yield potential, and promote superior grain quality. Prosaro Pro. The future of plant health starts here. Visit prosaropro.com to learn more. Always read and follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. As we look at South American weather in Brazil, widespread heavier rainfall is forecast to continue in central Brazil through the end of the year, helping to turn around conditions for pod-setting soybeans. Southern areas will also see scattered showers, which could be heavier in some areas as well. Just watch it to see how much of this rain does in fact verify, though, here over the next few weeks in Brazil. That's the big storyline. In Argentina, showers have been frequent lately, keeping soils moist and in some cases a bit too wet. Another storm system will move through this weekend with widespread showers next week will be a bit drier and again back in the u.s watching rain move through parts of the midwest here on friday and the potential for a bigger storm as we work through the weekend into christmas but it's looking mostly like rain this is the american ag network i'm jesse allen it was on this date in 1987 this musician was pronounced dead on arrival all that more coming up in music flashback Love is all around during the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event. By the end of this, our 16th year, Subaru will have donated over $285 million to charity like the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels America, and the National Park Foundation. And Muscatel Subaru is also proud to support Fraser Limited right here in the Valley. Visit MuscatelSubaru.com for more details. The team at Thor Buildings knows that business owners are particular about what they need regarding commercial real estate. Think Thor Buildings. At Thor Buildings, they offer you options to customize your commercial building to suit your precise needs. They understand that your business deserves a space tailored just for you, and they won't keep you guessing about the price either. They provide you with a contract up front and guarantee the price from start to finish. Contact Thor Buildings today. When it's time to put the hammer down, build with Thor. Kick off your holidays with a new job with a company that's family-oriented and offers great pay and benefits and room to grow your career. Plains Grain and Agronomy is hiring immediately for grain sampling, custom applicator, Class A truck driver, and general laborers. Plains Grain and Agronomy looks forward to visiting with you. Apply online at plainsgraininc.com. That's plainsgraininc.com. Creative Planning presents Rethink Your Money with John Hagenson, Saturday at 6 a.m. 
At Creative Planning, we offer full-service comprehensive wealth management services through our in-house team of wealth managers, accountants, and attorneys to integrate all aspects of your financial life. Don't settle for a standard portfolio or a set-it-and-forget-it plan. Get all the expertise, all the advice you need, all in-house. Visit creativeplanning.com. That's creativeplanning.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at Fevig Oil and Propane. They would like to thank you for your valued relationship over the many years and thank you for being the cornerstone of their business. Fevig Oil and Propane's sincere Christmas greeting to you and your loved ones is that all the joy and beauty of that blessed still and holy night abide with you and your family at all times. Merry Christmas and peace to everyone all over the world. From Fevig Oil and Propane. Are you having transmission problems and struggling to find a place to work on it? I've got some exciting news for you. I'm Matthew from Fix It Forward Auto Care, and we're excited to announce that we're now offering full-service transmission repair for automotive and light truck applications, including repair, rebuilding, and replacement. If your transmission is making unusual noises, slips, or is leaking, stop by any of our four convenient FM locations so our skilled technicians can check it out. Fix It Forward Auto Care, the name you trust for car repair. Fix It Forward Auto Care. In 1972, little Jimmy Osmond, the youngest Osmond child, hit number one on the U.K. singles chart with long-haired lover from Liverpool. At only nine years old, eight months, he became the youngest person to have a number one record. Singing long-haired lover from Liverpool. That's funny. Song the biggest seller of the year in the U.K., and it hit number 38 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 charts. A year later, in 1973, Elton John hit the album charts with Goodbye Yellowbrick Road. The song spent eight weeks on the number one at number one on the U.S. charts. The album also contained the Marilyn Monroe tribute, Candle in the Wind, as well as Benny and the Jets and Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. In 1979, Rupert Holmes started a two-week run at number one with Escape, the Pina Colada song. It was his only solo U.S. number one. He's also a successful playwright. He earned two Tonys for his musical, Drood. I don't think I know that. You don't know Drood? I don't think so. You know the song. I know this song, yeah. Drood is a little kid's movie. I remember oh, watching it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. In 1987, Nikki Six from Motley Crue was pronounced dead on arrival in an ambulance when his heart stopped beating for two minutes. He was given two shots of adrenaline in his chest, which revived him. Fellow band members had already been told he died. He didn't. He found in Motley Crue with drummer Tommy Lee in 1981. They were active in tw- until 2015. Uh, maybe Vince Neil still is a little. Uh, Kickstart My Hurt Heart hit number 27 on the Hot Billboard Chart 100 and uh, number one in my heart. They did have to kickstart his heart. I know. Having a birthday today, singer-guitarist Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick is 75. I want you to want me hit number 7 in 1979. And if you're having a birthday today, happy birthday to you. Steve Carney, Steve Carney Outdoors, joining us in about 10 minutes. He says ice conditions are starting to improve depending on where you're at. 
and we will chat about it. We are WGAY Fargo. It is 7 o'clock. We head into the WGAY News Center with Ty Schoner. Thank you, Bonnie. Looks like right now, for weather-wise, we're seeing 35-degree temps outside our South Fargo Studios News this hour, brought to you by Summit Carbon Solutions. Visit SummitCarbonSolutions.com to learn how this project is creating more economic opportunities for ethanol producers and strengthening the market for corn growers in North Dakota. One person hospitalized after an apartment fire near I-29 in Fargo. Fargo Fire Department responding to the apartment at 1469 35th Street South in Fargo just after 1 a.m. this morning. Smoke was first reported in the building, then a small fire was found in the kitchen of a second-floor apartment. An adult male was found inside the apartment and taken to a local medical facility in an unknown condition. The fire quickly extinguished damage estimates at around $35,000. North Dakota Attorney General Drew Wrigley says the investigation into the events surrounding Fargo's fatal July 14th shooting will be released soon. We were very forthright and, and remain so, but the investigation continues. We are about, we're coming close to where it's going to be wrapped up. And when it is, when it's, when it's done with finality and we can say it's a closed case at that point, I will be releasing uh, all of the, the materials that go, that are covered by our open record, records law. I'll do that. Uh, as quickly as is humanly possible. Wrigley says some of the videos will have redacted content in them, but they're still expected to be released. Cleanup underway at an apartment complex on the north side of Fargo after a burst pipe in the attic flooded the building. First responders were called to the scene at around 12.30 p.m. Thursday, reporting the flooding had impacted the building from the fifth down to the first floor. The water reportedly ankle deep on the fifth floor, several inches deep on the, fir- on the floors below, too. Maintenance crews working to clean up the mess. There currently is no word on what caused that pipe to burst. A statewide monitoring platform showing COVID-19 cases in Minnesota have climbed steadily this month. University of Minnesota's wastewater tracking dashboard monitoring 38 treatment facilities across the state, and many have seen increases in virus detection between 10 and 120 percent in the last two weeks. Health officials say that usually is an indicator that more people will seek treatment for COVID-19 in the next few weeks. Those officials say holiday travel, a lack of updated vaccinations, and a waning immunity will also lead to more cases of the virus. The Itasca County Sheriff's Office asking for help locating a man who's wanted for questioning in the disappearance of a 45-year-old woman. The Sheriff's Office says Jean Gino Carter uh, uh, was seen with Eleanor Ellie Halverson when she was disappeared last month. The Sheriff's Office says Carter's also wanted on felony-level warrants. Carter is thought to have been driving a brown early 2000s model Toyota Camry with Minnesota license plates. West Fargo's Battle of the Badges Blood Drive back for the holiday season. West Fargo Police and Fire Departments going to go head-to-head in the competition to see who can collect the most blood donations from the community, and you can help decide who wins. The Blood Drive is hosted at the West Fargo Conference Center at the Doubletree by Hilton, running from 11.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Wednesday, 11.45 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Tuesday, and 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Friday. And according to the Census Bureau, North Dakota has reached a new record population of 783,926 people. The increase following a dip in population that occurred from 2020 through 2021. North Dakota among 42 states that gained population in 2023. Minnesota also gained population, but they were slightly behind the national average. While it is uncertain what areas saw the most growth in North Dakota, officials say Fargo and West Fargo likely account for much of that as well. 
I'm Ty Schoenert with WDAY and WDAYRadioNow.com. Looking at your forecast, we have our chief meteorologist, Dean Waisaki. Dean, when's this fog bank going to roll through our area? When's it going to end? Because well, we're hoping tense this morning. We're too. hoping this lifts towards lunchtime. Uh, now, it's really dense in Lakes Country. Visibility is down to about zero. So it's going to stick around that long? Uh, through lunch, yeah. Mm. Now, areas just to the west of the valley, uh, it's not that bad right now. But here in the FM area, we're still looking at about a quarter mile of visibility. Uh, it will slowly lift. Watch out for areas that are right around that freezing mark because you're going to get some freezing mist. You're going to get some freezing fog on those uh, bridge decks and overpasses. So uh, you could see uh, some scattered slippery travel. I noticed coming into work here, even though the air temperature was uh, 33, was starting to see some frost develop on the roadways. So, yeah, just be a little bit careful on some of those side streets and uh, parking lots, sidewalks, the whole thing. Temperature 33 degrees right now. South wind's blowing lightly. Uh, we're in the 20s, though, in Grand Forks and Castleton, so areas just to the west of the FM area uh, below the freezing mark. Again, that's why we're saying watch for some of that slippery travel. While in Lakes Country, we're between 33 and 35. Uh, a lot of fog this morning, dense, very dense in Lakes Country. Highs today will... uh Top out around 39, upper 30s, with uh, some sun uh, coming through this afternoon with light winds out of the south-southeast. Fog rolls back in tonight. Some of it could be dense with lows near 30. And light winds out of the south-southeast. South-southeast winds pick up tomorrow, 10 to 20. And we'll see those clouds and fog break up. And we'll have highs tomorrow uh, in the mid, low to mid-40s. Mm. Not too shabby. And then as we head into uh, Sunday, Christmas Eve, that's when we'll start to see Conditions go downhill, a rain, rain, snow mix, maybe even some freezing rain changing over to snow uh, during the day Sunday, highs in the low to mid 30s, and uh, that wraps up by uh, by Monday morning. So Christmas morning and Christmas day, travel should be okay. Now, we will probably still have some leftover scattered slippery spots, but I think travel on Christmas Eve is going to be a little um, worse than Christmas day, even Christmas Eve. We're not looking at anything that's going to shut down any any interstates, but there will be some scattered slippery travel on Christmas Eve, so kind of be prepared for that. See a break on Monday on Christmas, and then uh, redevelopment of this storm takes place in the Central Plains on Tuesday. It'll reach about as far north as Alex. So Alex south, Alex nor- north of Alexandria, uh, we're looking at uh, probably not much precip on Tuesday at all, but from Alex southward, uh, kind of a rain, snow, freezing rain, possible mix. As you head down towards the cities, that's more than likely going to be mostly rain. So mm. now with the system on Christmas Eve, the snow will be from the valley westward. If you're going to be in lakes country doing any traveling on Christmas Eve, it's going to be mainly rain, but you're probably going to have to deal with some fog. Okay. Fog will, might be an issue uh, in lakes country Christmas Eve while we deal with Kind of a rain-snow changing over to snow scenario here. About an inch. Uh, we'll update this as we head into the afternoon uh, for any travelers. As the new morning model run comes out, we should get that by about 11 o'clock. So on midday today, uh, we'll have an update, see if there's been any changes, any increase in snow totals uh, and whatnot. But right now, scattered slippery travel on Christmas Eve from the valley westward. Lakes country should be all rain. All right, keep your radio tuned to WDAY for the latest weather developments. 709 National News from ABC coming right at you. Big game James McCarty will have a check on your WDAY sports. And Steve Carney, Steve Carney Outdoors, joins us. We'll talk ice fishing and happy birthday to Jace's mom and your aunt. What's her? Thank aunt? You. What's your, what are their names? 
Janet and Janice. Janet and Janice, happy birthday, ladies. <laughs> Looking good. <laughs> From ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. Airline travel busier than ever kicking off the holiday weekend. The TSA screening 2,638,000 travelers Thursday. 270,000 more than the same day last year. Last year was a nightmare. That's Michelle Hollyfield in Dallas. And flying the friendly skies for the holiday weekend might be weather-dependent. California getting pounded by a powerful coastal storm, dumping torrential rain and flooding for two days straight. Other areas of the West also being impacted. Flood watches have been extended into Phoenix. So during the day on Friday, heavier rain, maybe flash flooding there. Mountain snows as this thing traverses the mountain, get into the plains on Saturday, then slows down even more. Looks like Sunday, Christmas Eve, and to Monday, Christmas Day, the central U.S. will see high impacts with this, mostly with heavy rain up and down I-35 and I-45 and into the Tennessee Valley as well. Remaining mild here in the Northeast Christmas. ABC's Rob Marciano. New sanctions announced from the White House against Russia over Ukraine. President Biden signing an executive order to go after financial institutions that support Russia's military. A national day of mourning in the Czech Republic following yesterday's mass shooting and a university in Prague that killed at least 14 people. Officials say the gunman was an excellent student with no criminal record who killed himself. They're still trying to piece together a motive. In Gaza, a mounting number of dead in the war between Israel and Hamas. The Hamas-run health ministry says more than 20,000 Palestinians have been killed in the conflict, with hostages still being held. Humanitarian aid just trickling in, and another ceasefire still off the table. We're working on it every single day, uh, almost every hour of every day, that there have been serious talks. Uh, and negotiations over trying to get back into another pause and a hostage exchange. That's National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. First official day of winter today after last night's winter solstice, marking the shortest day and longest night of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. You're listening to ABC News. Bonnie and Friends on WDAY Radio. Steve Carney, Steve Carney Outdoors, standing by. He's going to join us next. But first of all, a quick look at your sports with Big Game James McCarty. Minnesota Timberwolves improved to 21-6. and six, Best in the Western Conference after a 118-111 victory over the Lakers of Los Angeles last night. Anthony Edwards with 27 points. The Wolves now visit the Sacramento Kings tomorrow evening. As for the Minnesota Wild, they edged out the Vancouver Canucks 4-3 in overtime. Four different goal scorers. Marco Rossi had a goal and two assists. Kirill Kaprizov with the overtime game winner. The Wild now welcome the Boston Bruins to town tomorrow evening. And tonight, right here on WDAY Radio, from 6.30 to 7, primetime sports with Jason Denman and I. We'll be joined by Kevin Marshall, host of FCS Nation, for our weekly conversation surrounding the subdivision. And then at 7 o'clock, we'll have a high school basketball pregame before a 7.15 tip. And girls hoops as the top five matchup in the state between Fargo Davies and Grand Forks Red River tips off at 7.15 with Jace and I on the play-by-play call. 7.13, time now to find Steve Carney, Steve Carney Outdoors. Good morning to you, Steve. Good morning, you guys. You're over in Minnesota Lakes country. Uh, Dean was telling us the fog extending over that way as well, and you're seeing that? Oh, it's uh, really thick. I mean, I'm kind of landlocked right now. I don't dare go out on the ice quite yet. It's just, uh, boy, visibility is, there's just not much there. So I'm just kind of sitting here waiting for things to change. Well, that's the thing, too. With We know that ice conditions haven't been amazing yet with our milder temps and stuff. And when the fog is so disorienting, you don't want to get out there and get on the ice either. And you never know how, how thick or thin it is in the spots you're at. 
Yeah, you know, Bonnie, it really improved this week. It's um, hard to believe we even made any ice at all with these temperatures, but I'm looking at about six to eight now on a lot of the smaller lakes and lakes country. Um, you got to keep in mind, people were actually fishing in boats last weekend on the big water, like Otter Tail, Battle Lake, places like that, which I highly recommend you don't even mess with those lakes yet. But the smaller lakes have improved. I I'm still walking. I just, um, I, I just, I'm just hinky about the ice right now. It's making a lot of noise. It's cracking. It's contracting. Um, you know, these 40s, 45 is is not really what you want, and that that ice is going to change. So I'm strictly walking and maybe going two to 400 yards out, being very conservative. And there are a few people on uh, side by sides and four wheelers running around, which again I don't really recommend quite yet. But we got to watch this uh, rain system that's coming in here in a few days. This is going to be kind of a game changer for anybody who's thinking about putting out a big house. Any kind of hard house out there, if we get a lot of rain, those houses are going to sink and you're going to be, you know, locked up and they're going to freeze in, you know, maybe two or three, four inches down. But um, I would wait. I, I would not, you know, mess with this system that's coming in. I'd wait maybe another week before you start thinking about getting your wheelhouses out. Because I, I think this is going to be you know, quite a game changer with this rain. You mentioned West Battle Otter Tail Lake. I saw a Facebook post last night from Otter Tail Lakes Country, and they were showing a lot of shoreline ice on West Battle, but then you see a ton of open water in the middle. But even that shoreline ice, you shouldn't even be venturing out on that stuff along the shoreline either, should you? No, you know, this is really unprecedented, Bonnie. I've never seen a December quite like this where the ice is just not, you know, making any progress. I think we've, you know, got maybe a couple inches of ice in seven, eight days. And, you know, it's below zero at night, but it's 40s during the day, 45. Um, So it's not really making ice the way it should. But it looks like there's some real cold coming here in a week or 10 days, some single-digit stuff, which is really going to help. And... I just hope we don't get any snow. I mean, snow on top of what we have right now would would probably wreck the season on a lot of lakes because we just haven't got a good base yet. And if that snow holds off and we hit that cold, um, that should be a great January and February. It's just we need to have that hold off. That's really a big key right now. So when we look, uh, Steve, at that potential for a week of coming, uh, you know, below – you know, freezing temps consistently for a week straight. I mean, is that going to really, I mean, to me, it seems like if, how do I put this? It seems like if you have that cold snap for a week and then maybe you get maybe back to seasonable temperatures or maybe just above average, it seems like there would still be some concern about maybe some weak spots in the ice. I mean, is it more important than ever this season to have your float suits, have your life jackets, have all your safety equipment to make sure uh, that you don't fall through someplace this year? Well, yeah, I'm wearing a life jacket and ice picks around my neck no matter where I go. I just don't trust the ice at all. Um, And I think it's going to be that way for a long time. And, you know, the bite right now, it's really weird. I think this sun, you know, that comes through during the day on this super clear ice is really affecting the bite. A lot of these fish are not shallow like they normally are in that, you know, 12 to 14 feet because the light penetration is just amazing. And the noise, Uh, anybody who goes by you in a four-wheeler, you know, could be a mile away, and it sounds like they're five feet from you. It is so loud. And that's the problem with super clear, gin clear ice that we have right now 
is that the fish are deeper. They're not in their shallow spots. Noise is a big factor. And we just have to kind of put up with it. And I think the fish have completely changed their patterns just because of this clear ice. And any kind of noise you make in your portables, you shuffle your feet or move a chair, those fish are gone. I mean, it's just, it makes it much more difficult. And um, that'll change if we get some snow cover, then we'll be back to the usual shallow patterns again. But I don't think it's going to happen until we get some snow. Yeah, I suppose with uh, the the noise and the clear ice, I, I would suppose that the fish are at a deeper depth, and we don't have the ice farther out on these bigger lakes to to be able to get uh, some spots you can actually get that depth on your on your. Uh, well, I don't know what you call it, your caster, your 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 hooks and stuff down deep. I suppose. Yeah, it's they're just really touchy. It's about the best way to describe it. And if you don't have a headlamp on and you shine your light down there, you're going to blow those fish out of there. So it's noise, it's light. Um, and I've seen them, you know, on my screen, it's like they start coming in and if you make any noise and they're gone, it just makes it, you know, quite a bit more difficult. So I'm completely changing tactics here this week. I'm going out deep and staying away shallow. I've already figured out they're not shallow on almost any lake I've been on. And get out deep and try to, you know, see if I can find them, you know, in 20 feet, 25 feet, whatever it may be. But um, that it's just unusual for this time of year. I, I just can't, you know, explain it any better than that. It's just the conditions are what they are, and the fish are adapting, basically. It seems like usually come Christmas time, uh, people have been out already for a few weeks and getting out quite a bit and doing some fishing. Um, I obviously don't do this for a living like you do, but is this one of the uh, the tougher starts to ice fishing season you can recall, Steve? Oh, no doubt about it. You know, Bonnie, it's all about trying to get to where you want to go. And a lot of us can't get to our mid-lake spots, and we haven't been able to get there because the ice is not reliable. So we're fishing secondary spots close to shore and fishing in areas we really don't want to be, but that's all we have. And, you know, it's going to be that way for a while, but it'll improve. And I'm just, again, hoping this rain event is not going to be a big deal. Um, there's so many people that are frustrated with big houses, hard houses and wheel houses that want to get out. And this next week, you know, this holiday week coming up, almost everybody's off of work and they're going to be out, you know, in droves, you know, and probably doing some things they shouldn't be doing. So um, don't get overconfident. Don't push it. Um, just walk if you can and always talk to the bait shops, talk to the resorts. They always have up-to-date information on what's happening. And it's just the type right now you don't want to just go out from a public access willy-nilly without having some information on, on the lake and what you're doing. You just don't go out and wing it. This is not the time to be doing it. And our chief meteorologist, Dean Wysocki, saying the same thing as you, Steve. It looks like, what, the first week of January, yeah, Jace? Yeah, it's like a week straight a of cold a, snap. There's a, 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 what do you call it, uh, not the Arctic blast or anything, but... The, some, not not below zero, but, but maybe it's, in it's the... it's below you know, freezing for sure. Yeah. We might have a week straight, like you said, Steve, with some weather that could help produce that ice. But, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously to get to the fish, you got to get out to deeper depths. But, I mean, obviously you got to be really careful out there because it seems as though there's a lot of places they're not going to have ice that is going to be uh, strong enough for you to be out there with anything other than maybe yourself, if that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very inconsistent, and it has been. You know, and the geese, you know, stayed really late this year in Lakes Country. They were here up till about a week ago, and they keep a lot of spots open on these lakes you don't even know about. 
and there could be two inches of ice on those spots, and a lot of the lakes have geese on them, and so that's obviously not going to be six or eight inches of ice like it is in certain areas, so it's that inconsistency you have to be very cautious about, but again, if we can get four, five, six days in single digits um, at night, that's going to be huge, and people will be able to get out, and driving vehicles on the ice, I don't see it anytime soon mm-hmm. maybe a month i don't know it depends on the conditions but as you know guys it's all about the weather the weather yeah. kind of yeah. dictates mother nature you know tells us what we're going to do and we have to kind of you know adjust accordingly and just not push the envelope you bet all right hopefully in the next week or two we'll see some better conditions out there steve you have yourself a merry christmas Hey, you guys, Merry Christmas, and thank you to all our listeners that listen to us faithfully, and uh, you guys have a great weekend. All right, thanks, Steve. Merry Christmas. You bet, and we'll catch you again next week. 722 WDAY Ag Director Bridget Riedel joins us next. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience Experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Bonnie and Friends on WDAY Radio, AM 970 and FM 93.1. 7.24, time now to find WDAY Ag Director Bridget Riedel. Good morning to you, Bridget. Morning, folks. How's everybody there? We're good. Heading into Christmas weekend. Can't complain. All right. Well, and why would we, right? We have a great forecast. Uh, I hear there's cookies somewhere. If Jace hasn't eaten them all yet, I mean, well, it's a great day. They're rapidly disappearing, but there are still a few left. Mm-hmm. I'll never make it in time. No, you okay. will not. <laughs> Alex had to run over and grab some because she was worried that she wasn't going to get any either. And I was like, there's some left. You can just hurry. A few. And, and literally a sprint down the hall is what I was sorry I missed out on. That would have been yeah. awesome. <laughs> she was down. She was she came down with with uh, quickness and intent. Yep. There's a woman with a mission. There you go. (laughs) And Santa stopped early in the weather office. We have uh, been talking through our Here We Grow project this year how when I opened the barn door during one of our videos, one of my pig fell out of my Fisher-Price barn. (laughs) And yesterday, Santa left me two little Fisher-Price pigs at the weather office to replace mine. The only problem is, um, um, Jacob, he's such a good guy. He runs the board for us. And he said, well, I don't know. The pig looks a lot like a lump of coal. Santa may have been confused. 
Oh, there's a possibility. Wow. So, that, that, that was the color of that pig for the Fisher-Price barn. It was. They're a little black pig. And mm-hmm. even the matching set, one pig has white ears and one has black ears. Oh, so that's cool. cute. I think we yeah. only had one on our little barn. They only ever came with one, but look mm-hmm. at me doubling down. I know. <laughs> You're big time like that. Those soybeans were so good, I got two pigs out of the day. Yeah, there, <laughs> there you, you go. go. Oh, man. Okay, so if you are thinking that maybe you have double of something in your life, maybe you'd like to do some donating here at the end of the year. And I'd been asked this by one of our listeners not long ago, what are some ag-related charities to donate to? Well, certainly Farm Rescue. Mm-hmm. We're all very familiar mm-hmm. with them right here in the from the Jamestown, North Dakota area, helping farmers by planting, haying, harvesting, and even livestock feeding assistance if there has been major injury, illness, or natural disaster. There are foundations like the Progressive Ag Foundation. They help with the Safety Day program. That's the largest rural safety and health education program for children across North America. The National Ag in the Classroom Foundation. These programs are implemented by state programs, but the National Foundation helps provide funding all the way from pre-K through seniors in high school, teachers and their students to help bring agriculture to all of those in our schools. And there are many more, including the Agricultural Future of America, the Farmer Veteran Coalition. And if you have questions about those or, wait, maybe you don't have the cash you want to give, but think somewhere local, like one of our local animal shelters. They could use donations of dog food, cat food, or perhaps you take in old bed sheets and towels that can be used for those animals when mm-hmm. they get washed, etc. Something that you can do locally. I have zero faith in donating to major large organizations that are related to what they say are pet rescues. I think they're bogus. So let's just go local and take care of those people right here at home. Good for Much you. Time. Those are all great ideas, Bridget. Yeah. And just in case you were looking for something a little extra, why not? Mm-hmm. Now, Jace. Yes. Practice up. The World Auctioneer Championships are happening. Look, I, I can talk fast, but not that fast. I mean, <laughs> I know the little auctioneer quotes that uh, in, the, in the beginning and ending of every segment on America's Land Auctioneer with Kevin Pfeiffer. Yes, sir. Because nobody, nobody does it better than the team at Pfeiffer. There's a shameless That's plug true. for you. Um, but that, uh, that is a skill that is obviously... A little bit of natural talent, a lot of practice, et cetera. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, what what is involved in this World Auctioneer uh, Championships? Well, so far, these folks have gone through some competition. They did it just down in Kentucky. And then 10 auctioneers advanced to the World Livestock Auctioneer Championship. They'll be held in June in the Oklahoma National Stockyards. Qualifiers have to compete. They say it is pretty exciting. But always tell tell folks that the most challenging and the best chance come from those who auction cattle Hmm. because of the rhythmic ability the ability to move fast with repetition they tend to move very quickly even versus those who sell land or farm equipment etc so i think it's fun to watch as this comes along to see who qualifies uh there is a man from motley minnesota who's one of the finalists as well as several from across the u.s uh ohio as kentucky and other places as well Hmm. but it's pretty neat they have a championship for that interesting now if you are looking for one last christmas gift Scarlett Radke is a nine-year-old who raises livestock with her mom and her dad and her three rowdy brothers down at Mitchell, South Dakota. (laughs) She had a calf who, well, he was a bit of an orphan. His name is Lucky. Lucky had to learn how to drink from a bucket after he kept tearing the nipple off the bottle as she was trying (laughs) to feed him. 
So what she decided to do is armed with her pencils and a uh, stash of color pencils anyway, she wrote an outline and a book called Scarlet and Lucky. She did illustrations and photos. You can order a Scarlet and Lucky book. Also, it comes with a matching black plush calf. You can get it for a Christmas gift or maybe a birthday gift for someone in your life. And that book is available at her mom's website, amandaradke.com. That's awesome. (laughs) What do you got coming up on Weather and Ag Radio today? Our friend Randy Nelson, who is no longer just a horticulturalist, but now an agriculturalist, as he's an agronomy professor at University of Minnesota in Crookston. Mm-hmm. Randy's going to visit with us today. Let's talk about his change in job and what he's now learning in a slightly different world. But I bet if someone has questions about their poinsettias and their Christmas trees, he can still help. Oh, absolutely. And if people have questions for you, how can they get in touch with you? Would love if they could go ahead and email me, ag at flagfamily.com, or you'll find me on Twitter at BMRiedel. And above all, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas. Bridget. And Bridget's a big part of our Bonnie and Friends Christmas yes, special. Be is. listening all day Monday. Merry Christmas, Bridget. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. You she was a trooper. She, she, she also, I, I saw it in the Slack channel for Weather and Ag. She did uh, a night before Christmas, but it was a night before spraying. It was a farm-related yeah, one. Yeah, she sent me some videos and yeah. stuff, too. She's very talented. Yeah. Bridget is. All right, 7.30, we head into the WDAY News Center with Ty Schonert. 35-degree temps outside our South Fargo studios. News this hour brought to you by Balanced Chiropractic Rehab and Medical. They specialize in neuropathy and knee pain treatment, among other chiropractic care, and they're located in West Fargo. You could visit them online by going to balancechiroND.com. One person hospitalized after an apartment fire near I-29 in Fargo. Fargo Fire Department responding to the apartment at 1469 35th Street South in Fargo just after 1 a.m. this morning. Smoke was first reported in the building then a small fire was found in the kitchen of a second floor apartment. An adult male was found inside the apartment and taken to a local medical facility in an unknown condition. Condition. The fire quickly extinguished damage estimates at around $35,000. North Dakota Attorney General Drew Wrigley says the investigation into events surrounding Fargo's fatal July 14th shooting will be released soon. We were very forthright and, and remain so, but the investigation continues. We are about, we're coming close to where it's going to be wrapped up. And when it is, when it's, when it's done with finality and we can say it's a closed case at that point, I will be releasing uh, all of the, the materials that go that are covered by our open record, records law. I'll do that uh, as quickly as is humanly possible. Wrigley says some of the videos will be redacted in some way, but they still expect the videos to be released soon. North Dakota Superintendent of Public Instruction Kirsten Baszler announcing Thursday she will seek re-election. She made the announcement while appearing on the Jay Thomas show. Baszler was first elected to the position in 2012. West Fargo's Battle of the Badger's Blood Drive back for the holiday season. West Fargo's Police and Fire Department's going head-to-head in a competition to see who can collect the most blood donations from the community, and you can help decide who wins. The Blood Drive hosted at the West Fargo Conference Center at the Double Tree by Hilton running next week from 11.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Wednesday, 11.45 a.m. to 6 p.m. Thursday, and 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Friday. 
A statewide monitoring platform showing COVID-19 cases in Minnesota have climbed steadily this month. University of Minnesota's wastewater tracking dashboard monitoring 38 treatment facilities in the state. Many have seen increases in virus detection between 10 and 120 percent in the last two weeks. Health officials say that usually an indicator that more people will seek treatment for COVID-19 in the next few weeks. Those officials say holiday travel, a lack of updated vaccinations, and waning immunity will also lead to more cases of the virus. The next generation of porch pirates arriving in the Twin Cities. Police say they're now dressing up in delivery driver uniforms and stealing packages off people's front steps. A doorbell security video showing one porch pirate in Amazon uniform walk up to a porch and take packages and leave. The St. Louis Park Police say they're averaging half a dozen package thefts a week. A Minneapolis man accused of holding five stolen French bulldog puppies hostage for ransom dead after being shot multiple times in North Minneapolis Tuesday night. Police are searching for his murderer. Mikhail Patton charged two weeks ago with felony theft for taking the puppies with worth an estimated $75,000. In court documents, prosecutors say Patton was demanding $20,000 in ransom for those puppies, which he said the owner owed him. And a woman who grew up on a Minnesota Christmas tree farm, one of the next contestants on the new season of The Bachelor, 25-year-old Daisy Kent, is an account executive from Becker, Minnesota. Her Bachelor's show bio said she had a storybook childhood and wants to become a best-selling author and likes singing in her car at the top of her lungs. The new season beginning January 22nd. I'm Ty Schoenert with WDAY and WDAYRadioNow.com. Dean, I don't know if she has a lake place, but I do have somebody here who's interested in looking at you. Someone on a Christmas tree farm, 25 years old, uh, wants to be, is going to be on The Bachelor next season. So, excited? What's her? She's a lo- she's a local gal, isn't she? Yeah, she looks Becker, like Minnesota. Becker, Minnesota. Yeah, so. she's finally made it big I, time. Well, no, because I know her. I know her uncle. <laughs> and she's, <laughs> she's twenty five. For yeah, crying yeah, out loud, she yeah. could be my kid. Hey, Brian look. will take care of you if you. Uh, you know, Bri- yeah, yeah, it's Brian's. Uh, <laughs> they, I think it's Brian's niece. They, they, say yeah. Half, yeah. they say the perfect woman is for you is half your age plus one. What are you kidding? This is an old Chinese proverb. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not Chinese. First off, are you sure? Uh, you know, there's a story I got to tell. So, oh, what, you're going to get yourself in trouble. No, 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 no. So, uh, 45 so, days from now. When I was working in Cincinnati. Um, WKRP. I, yeah, I was in the weather center and this uh, this Asian gal comes up and uh, my back was to her. She goes, hi, I'm so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing? And I look at her and she goes, you're not Chinese. I'm like. Why, why, would I be, why would I be Chinese? She goes, your last name. I thought oh, it was Asian. I'm like, really? why, Saki? She goes, yeah, I thought it was Asian. I'm like, no, it's Polish. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so she thought it was S-A-K-I, right? I I no clue. How are you supposed to Saki? Maybe. I don't know. No clue. No. So, yeah, I didn't get in trouble telling a story for once. There you go. That's a first. Christmas miracle. That's the first time Dean had to call HR. <laughs> Steve, if you're listening, nah. <laughs> just keep stirring the eggs. Everything's fine in here. Move along. <laughs> oh, we're looking at dense fog across the area. Dense fog advisory is in effect. Uh, this is really thick in Lakes Country. Zero visibility currently out around the DL area. So uh, please, please, if you have to commute this morning, uh, leave a lot of extra time. Uh, about a quarter to a half mile visibility here in the FM area. Uh, freezing mist going on right now. 
Yes, up in uh, Grand Forks area and uh, just west of the valley out around Castleton. Fog not as bad, but temperatures in the 20s, so we could see a little of uh, that uh, freezing fog accumulation on the roadways, especially bridges and overpasses. Please be careful. 33 degrees right now with a light south wind here at the studio. Uh, we're looking at that fog. Uh, some areas dense this morning, and then that will lift in the afternoon, leaving mostly cloudy skies, but I do think we'll see some sun start to break through. Highs in the upper 30s today with light winds out of the south-southeast. Fog rolls back in tonight with lows near 30, and the fog will lift on Saturday afternoon. It does turn a little breezier out of the south-southeast, 10 to 20. Highs in the mid-40s. Record is 46 tomorrow. We wow. could, If we get enough sun tomorrow, we conceivably could see the upper 40s. Mm-hmm. But we're going to have to burn that fog off quicker sure, tomorrow than we sure. are today. And then uh, Christmas Eve, we'll be watching that storm system pull out of the Rockies. It's a pretty quick mover. Uh, this will start affecting the area Sunday morning. So Christmas Eve morning through most of the day. Uh, but it should be out of here by... Uh, by easily Christmas morning, if not sooner than that. Uh, what we're looking at from the valley westward is a kind of a rain-snow mix changing over to snow. Right now, it looks like about an inch. We'll wait and kind of refine this forecast uh, for our midday show as we'll have the new model runs coming in. But could see an inch of slushy accumulation from the valley westward. If you're traveling on Christmas Eve into Lakes Country, mainly rain. In fact, it should be all rain. Um even up into far northern Minnesota. So, uh, the, but you might be dealing with some dense fog with that as well. And then we'll see a break on Christmas. Uh, should be okay for travel with highs in the low to mid 30s. Awesome. Thank you, Dino. You the weather is brought to you by Jiffy Luba Fargo, locally owned and operated with three convenient Fargo locations, and you never need an appointment. Jiffy Luba Fargo, where you can do more in a Jiffy. He's going to get to the bacon before us. Steve just sent a picture, and oh. Dean got to leave the room. We can't leave yet. No, we got, to, we got some things. To Save do. some bacon for us, please. We saved you guys some cookies. <laughs> All right, Reese and Riley's Olive Oil and Bistro in Reed's Event Center. If you are looking for space to host your next party, reunion, or corporate gathering, uh, featuring exquisite Mediterranean cuisine with local ingredients and fresh handmade pasta, including gluten-free options, check out Reese and Riley's Olive Oil and Bistro and Reed's Event Center for your next party. Casual or formal, Reed's Event Center offers a unique and sophisticated experience. If you want to book your next party there, you can call them at 218-303-1279, or you can visit their website, reeseandreilys.com, obviously spelled R-E-E-S-E-A-N-D-R-I-L-E-Y-S, reeseandreilys.com. Christine, she's the owner and the head chef, and you know she knows it's hard to eat on a busy schedule, mm-hmm. let alone healthy. Reese and Riley's offers fresh, home-cooked meals to go for pickup at their store, seasoned with their own oils and vinegars. Reese's meals curb cravings without compromising your time or healthy regime. Uh, they also have uh, olive oil and flavored vinegars to go along with their grab-and-go yeah, meals. So absolutely. you can go check those out. They, they've got homemade pasta. Sunday brunches are back. They do catering. You can check out their site for healthy recipe. You can even get samples of different pairings of oils and vinegars if you're if you're that type and you want to class it up a bit. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't class things up usually. I usually bring it down enough. You're lowbrow. But low check brow. out Reese and Riley's Olive Oil and Bistro and Reed's Event Center. Go to com or stop in and see them in Moorhead. 740 National News from ABC coming up. Big game James McCarty is in with your WDAY Sports and Dino's back with your three-degree guarantee.
ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. California getting pounded by a powerful coastal storm, dumping torrential rain and flooding for two days straight. And just as a holiday weekend of busy travel kicks off. The TSA is screening about 5 million people between Wednesday and Thursday. That number is sure to jump today for what is expected to be a record-breaking holiday period, the most travelers ever. Incredibly, the extreme weather in the West causing very few cancellations, but hundreds of delays. ABC's Gio Benitez in Houston. Russia being hit with new sanctions from the White House over Ukraine. An executive order from President Biden targets financial institutions that support Russia's military. New evidence appears to show former President Trump tried to pressure Detroit election officials not to certify the results in 2020. The Detroit News has a recording of a phone call uh, claiming to be from the former president to two county officials. ABC News has not verified or or, or, uh, made the recording known, but Democrats say it's a stunning Joining us to talk about the upcoming 2024 North Dakota Soybean Council election process is Secretary Mike Schlosser from District 3. Mike, thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit about what you are looking for in new directors for the Soybean Council and some of the details on the upcoming election. We're looking for anybody that's interested, somebody that's planting soybeans right now. If you have a neighbor or yourself that you think is a good leader, we'd be happy to have you nominate someone or yourself. There's four districts that are looking for nominees. Nominations. Two of us are terming off and two also are done with their first term. So they could be actually reelected. But like I said, there's there's always open for nominations, kind of how the process works. The nomination process opens on December 26th. The nomination forms must be postmarked or hand delivered to county extension agents by January 12th for consideration. Districts 3, 4, 6 and 11 are up for elections. See the counties in those districts and get more details online at ndsoybean.org. South Dakota farmers feed America and the world. At Summit Carbon Solutions, we're excited to partner with the South Dakota agriculture industry to help build a more prosperous future. Summit Carbon is working to build a CO2 pipeline across five states. We want to thank the 73% of South Dakota landowners along the pipeline's route who've signed voluntary easements for the pipeline to run under their land. Landowners have received $78 million for easements, and farmers can continue to farm the land. By capturing and transporting CO2 emissions for safe storage, this pipeline will help ensure the continued vitality of the ethanol industry and open new markets for ethanol in the U.S. and around the world. We want to continue to hear from South Dakotans and answer your questions. We're committed to doing right by South Dakota farmers and landowners, and we look forward to a bright future for South Dakota's great agriculture industry. Learn more at SummitCarbonSolutions.com. You're listening to Bonnie and Friends on WDAY Radio. 743, time now for a check on your WDAY Sports with Big Game James McCarty. The Minnesota Vikings in February have been approved to switch up the turf style at U.S. Bank Stadium because I don't think it's factual personally, but Mm -hmm. we'll leave that thought out of there. They think that they're going to change it to a different style of turf that has been approved by the league and that will prevent injuries. And they used and cited specifically the Week 5 hamstring injury of Justin Jefferson. I've never known. I'm not a doctor, and I never have and never will claim to be one, but I find it hard to believe a connection between turf and hamstring pulling. I I, I thought the the issue with injuries, the non-contact injuries, were usually uh, ACL tears and maybe the occasional Achilles that they try to blame. They try to blame that on uh, Aaron Rodgers, his uh, Achilles tear on the turf at MetLife Stadium. 
And, just, I, and I don't know how that corresponds. It may one day we're going to have to get a professional on to really dive into this, and, and that might be way over our head when they start talking. It will James. be, but at the same point, if we could say, "Hey, dumb it down," like you're talking to a third yeah, yeah. grader, that's probably our best chance of actually understanding some of this yeah, stuff. Very true. It just it doesn't add up for either of us, and one day we're, we got to figure it out. Yeah, well, they're getting new turf. You know, maybe they'll maybe they'll go Boise State on and make it all purple. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Maybe all gold or something of that sort. Well, the yellow. if you saw the uh, gaudy courts they had in the NBA in-season tournament, I mean, it's not far off in the future, James. Let's put it that way. High school action last night. First in boys basketball, Fargo South over West Fargo Horace. 91-61, Park Christian defeated Ashby. 71-55, Alexandria crushed Moorhead. 77-40, and Dilworth, Glendon, Felton fell to East Grand Forks. 71-61. In girls basketball, West Fargo Horace steamroll in Fargo South 90 to 35. Moorhead edged out West Fargo High 66-61. In Central Cass, sneaking by Oak Grove in a defensive affair 44 to 39. High school hockey last night, one on boys, one on girls, and it was the boys game that Fargo Davies would fall in East Grand Forks, two East Grand Forks 8 to 0. The girls match up Moorhead shut out Warrod 1 to 0. Haley Malquist had the game's only goal and tonight on WDAY Radio. Lots of action as we have primetime sports from 6.30 to 7 with Jason Denman and I. We'll be joined by Kevin Marshall, host of FCS Nation, for our weekly conversations surrounding the subdivision. Then at 7, we'll have a pregame to a high school basketball action, and then at 7.15, we'll tip off in girls basketball, a top-five matchup in the state between Fargo-Davies and Grand Forks. Red River, the Rough Riders, the reigning state champs, returning the majority of their roster this year. One team, well, both teams play great defense. Both teams want to get up on the court and, and run on you, and it'll be exciting to see who comes out on top in this early season juggernaut battle. All right, Dean Maisaki, Chief Meteorologist, standing by with your three-degree guarantee. We've got a phone call. Good morning, friend. Who's this? Hello. I was just wondering, um, have you heard any uh, feedback on the uh, lights out at the Red River Valley Speedway? I drove past there this past weekend, and uh, there's a lot of lights out there that's really pretty. So I think I've heard, uh, kind of in passing, there's some people that have been out there. They, it's you know, obviously like it, like it was at Lindenwood. They just changed location, so mm-hmm. it's really pretty nice out there. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you very much. You bet. Yeah, I know. I think Janae swung through this year, mm-hmm. and I know she was there last year, too, and, and she enjoyed it. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something to do for Christmas here. 747 time now for your three-degree guarantee with Chief Meteorologist Dean Maisaki. It's brought to you by the Window and Door Store. And what were we forecasting yesterday? 41? 41. All right. Actual high yesterday? Yeah. It was 41. Hey, uh, bingo! Job. Redemption after the day before. Uh, today, Not right? Not that we keep track or anything. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, you are. I can see it right in that piece of paper <laughs> he's of keeping track. Yeah. Uh, today, after we burn off the morning fog, uh, 39 for a high. Now, again, this could be a bust forecast in terms of if we see a little more sun than expected this afternoon, we could warm up a little bit more than that. But we'll keep it at 39 for now with light winds out of the south-southeast. All right. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Dean. Three-degree guarantee has been brought to you by the Window and Door Store. Uh, The holiday season is an opportunity to cherish moments with family and friends. Sadly, for many families, this is the last holiday they'll spend with a loved one. In 1991, three-year-old Stephen Kirian was hospice of the Red River Valley's first-ever pediatric patient. Mm. With his family by his side, Stephen was able to receive compassionate hospice care in the comfort of his home. His parents were grateful to be spending time together with Stephen as a family. Today, Hospice of the Red River Valley continues to provide families the care they need to spend the holidays at home, and you can give the gift of a holiday at home. 
If you'd like to uh, donate, go to hrrv.org to give a gift today. That's hrrv.org. It is 748, Bonnie and Friends. You're the friends, Bonnie Mastani, Jace Denman. Thanks for being here this morning. Merry Christmas to all of you. We hope you travel safely. Uh, we'll be off for the holiday on Monday, but we do have special programming on Christmas Day, our Bonnie and Friends Christmas special. You can start listening at 5 o'clock going up to 9 p.m. Uh, we'll share a lot of all our favorite songs. day long. And memories from all your personalities. Everybody here on WDAY Radio made it into our Christmas special. They all came through. A few of them had to be threatened. James, <laughs> Justin. Uh, but they finally got their pieces done, and we put them together. And, yeah, be listening Monday morning, Christmas Day, yeah. for the Bonnie and Friends Christmas special. Also known as a very Bonnie Christmas. There you go. Love is all around during the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event. By the end of this, our 16th year, Subaru will have donated over $285 million to charity like the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels America, and the National Park Foundation. And Muscatel Subaru is also proud to support Fraser Limited right here in the Valley. Visit MuscatelSubaru.com for more details. Sports fans, ready to win? Friday's Pick 6 Challenge brought to you by Precision Concrete Cutters Ramjack North. Weekly, compete in predicting the scores of college and NFL football games. It's your chance to win fantastic prizes. Precision Concrete Cutters Ramjack North is making sure this season is one for the books. We're your trusted choice for foundation repair. So get ready to pick six for your chance to win. Precision Concrete Cutters Ramjack North, your foundation for success. Visit PCCND.com to learn more. AW Diesel Service is caroling about their friends and customers all season long. Thank you for your friendship and business. They deeply appreciate it. AW Diesel Service also says their valued customers are like snowflakes, unique and very special. Thank you for being a valued customer and for being the cornerstone of their business. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and your family from everyone at AW Diesel Service in Gwinner. With Jiffy Lube MultiCare, it's our job to make car care make sense. With personalized service reviews that swap the car talk for straight talk so you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Where highly trained service technicians have your back, helping you take care of the small stuff before it becomes big stuff. Plus a full range of services from Pennzoil oil changes to tires, brakes, batteries, and more. We've got what your car needs, so you're ready for whatever's next. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care, that's a job for Jiffy. Jiffy Lube, 1780 South Columbia Road, Grand Forks. Bonnie and Friends on WDAY Radio. Over the ground lies a mantle of white. A heaven of diamonds shine down through the night. Two hearts are thrilling in spite of the chill in the weather. Love knows no season, love knows no climb. Romance can blossom any old time. Here in the open, we're walking and hoping together. Slave as rain, I listen. 7.52 a.m., Bonnie and Friends. That was a long build-up to that. It is, but it's a pretty song. This is the Eurythmics here. I didn't know what uh, which song she was covering there, so it took a while to get to it. I'm going to play this. Were you here every day the last week or two? I can't keep track. I played it one day. Yes, <laughs> yes, I was. I was just over here. Were you here the day I played this, apparently? Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't been gone. 
No, I have not Wait, been gone. Wait, who's been yet. gone? That's been me been That's gone. That's been you, Bonnie. I can't keep track of everything. You and JT have both been gone. Now now, I get, now and our, payback is I get stuck working with the boss. Thanks yeah, a lot again. Of course, our IT guy is gone as well. So that's Nothing's falling apart, though, really. Yet. You know. Oh, so you know in the uh, the system when we load stuff into MediaTouch, right? There's you, you put the the title of the the track you're uploading, mm-hmm. and then there's a site. There's like three lines you can put information out where you know what it is, and I like to fill those out so obviously you know what it is, especially if something doesn't play. Right. So somehow the second the second line, and so it always lines up in the right. There's a cell. It's like a it's a database kind of input form, right? And so every all the text starts on the right and goes from left to right. You're typing it in. It's going across like normal. Yeah. I don't know what key I hit yesterday. I had to I had to close out Media Touch and reopen it. It was putting all my text on the right side of that cell. I've and it was stuff doing it sometimes go wonky on me like that too once in a while, and it's like I don't know. I it's no computers. I, I mean, I we know. love them, but we can sure hate them if I they're not no working the way they're supposed to. I had no idea how I did it, but I did it. Seven zero one two nine three nine thousand. Good morning, friend. Who's this? Well, good morning, Bonnie. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I know it's Oscar. How are you this morning, Oscar? Well, up here, Crookston, it's fog's a little thick up here, but it's getting daylight. We'll see a little bit. Oh, that's good. Is um, I know, anyway, like, uh, I was going to say, is there any mist up there? Any of you kids gone down to uh, Downer to see that Christmas decoration down there? I haven't heard about that. Give me some more details on it. Well, take Interstate down to Exit 15. You go east in the downer, you go north on Highway 9 there about a mile, and you're coming down the freeway at, at night. You can see the silhouette. Hmm. Now, he has about five to eight acres of oh. land all decorated. Oh, wow. It's not just some house ornaments. Really? It is a sight unreal. Oh, my. I, this is the first time hearing about it, Oscar, but it sounds like uh, that's something uh, worth I've checking out. I've there for about the last three years. You know, it should go down. I guess I haven't talked to you, so maybe somebody will go look at it this time. Yeah, you no, yeah. I appreciate you calling sight. in on that, too. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm glad I got, got a hold of you there real quick to say a happy holiday oh, there. Oh, thank you, Oscar. And, uh, we'll see what happens next year. Awesome. Okay, Merry Christmas, <laughs> Merry Christmas Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, you do there, Big Dave. You're fun to listen to, too. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. <laughs> and you put a smile on my face, okay. whether you're calling into the coffee club, the Jay Thomas show, or we get the treat once in a while when you call early in the morning on our show. I always love hearing your voice, Oscar. Yeah. I enjoy doing it, so well, it works you, both ways. There you go. Merry Christmas, Oscar. Thanks for calling. All right, bye-bye. You bet. You take care. It is 755. I just love his voice. He puts a smile on my face every mm-hmm. time. Uh, you had a quick fact that you were going to share. I don't know how this can be real, but supposedly there was a survey, and it said 68% of people claim that they've never gone Christmas caroling. Really? Have I have. I have. We've, we've done it. Either We either did it in... Uh, youth group back in the day when yeah. I was young at church. You did it maybe when you were a part of a choir in, in high school or something. 
Um, and, you know, most people do it. I mean, sometimes you do it with, with different college organizations. You might go to a nursing home or go around Girl the dorms. Scouts. I remember yeah. when I was a Girl Scout, we went Christmas caroling and we'd go to the nursing home in town. Yep. My grandma lived there. Um, and then when my girls were in Girl Scouts when they were young, we did the same thing, mm-hmm. too. We went over to the Fairmount in, in Moorhead yeah. and we did Christmas caroling over there, too. Yeah, so, I mean, for, for 68. That's a high percentage. I mean, that's, you know, darn near almost seven out of every ten people say they have never done it. Come on, people. Live a little. Know. Get out there. And walk around the neighborhood singing songs. There be you be go. loud, be proud about it too. <laughs> 756 Money and Markets coming up next. Winter can be hard on a vehicle, especially in Minnesota and North Dakota. That's why servicing your vehicle is so important. At Jiffy Lube of Fargo, they make it easy for you with their signature service oil change. They'll check, change, inspect, and fill essential fluids, helping your vehicle make it through these cold, harsh winters. Locally owned and operated with three convenient Fargo locations. You never need an appointment. And at Jiffy Lube of Fargo, they can help with battery. Tire rotation, along with light bulb and wiper blade replacement. Jiffy Lube of Fargo, where you can do more in a jiffy. Hey, North Fargo, are you looking for trustworthy car repair? Matthew Carlson here, owner of Fix It Forward Auto Care, and we're excited to announce the opening of our new downtown Fargo location, conveniently located at 102 North University. We offer the same great service that you've come to know and expect with Fix It Forward Auto Care, now available in your neighborhood. Check us out online at fixitforwardautocare.com with four convenient locations. Fix It Forward Auto Care, the name you trust for car repair. Fix It Forward Auto Spilled your drink? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So, you can get back to your night. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Here's to Prilosec OTC. Without Prilosec, I wouldn't be able to enjoy all this yummy holiday food. Speaking of, whoever made that apple pie, delicious. I just take one pill each morning and zero heartburn all day. So cheers to Prilosec OTC. Ooh, are those jalapeno poppers? Prilosec OTC prevents excess acid that can cause heartburn, so you can enjoy the holidays. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Ew, gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. Because it stinks, boys. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Tell me why. No, you tell me why I can't get rid of this odor. Have you tried Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. 759, checking out your money in markets. Wall Street closed yesterday with stocks higher. It comes as Dow Jones Industrial Average and the NASDAQ. Both had their worst days on Wednesday since October. At the close, the Dow gained 322 points. S&P 500 rose by 48, and the NASDAQ gained 186 points. Nice. A couple other headlines, Bonnie. In spite of climbing prices last month, home sales are up, so that's hmm. good. Honda is recalling more than 2.5 million vehicles. Uh, fuel pump problems, uh, 2018 to 2020 models of Accord, Civics, and CRVs. Uh, some models of Acura, MDX, and RDX SUVs along with the TLX and ILX sedans. 
Uh, Hyperloop is shutting down out in California. The high-speed transportation startup Hyperloop One is shutting down. Bloomberg says Hyperloop is selling off its assets, closing its offices, and laying off its workers by the end of the year. Company's goal was to move passengers between cities through tubes called Hyperloops at speeds up to 700 miles an hour. Mm. But the report says remaining intellectual property of Hyperloop will go to one of its major majority stakeholder, a port operator in Dubai. Pick six, big game James McCarty coming up in about 10 minutes. Get involved in that. Brought to you by Precision Concrete Cutters, Ramjack North. Whoever gets the most picks right gets a $20 gift card to Village Inn. We are WDAY Fargo. It is 8 o'clock. We head into the WDAY News Center with Ty Schonert. 35 degree time outside our South Fargo studios. North Dakota Attorney General Drew Wrigley says the investigation into the events surrounding Fargo's fatal July 14th shooting will be released soon. We were very forthright and, and remain so, but the investigation continues. We are about, we're coming close to where it's going to be wrapped up. And when it is, when it's, when it's done with finality and we can say it's a closed case at that point, I will be releasing uh, all of the, the materials that go, that are covered by our open record, records law. I'll do that uh, as quickly as is humanly possible. Wrigley says some of the videos will have redacted content in them, but they're still expected to be released. One person hospitalized after an apartment fire near I-29 in Fargo. Fargo Fire Department responding to the apartment at 1469 35th Street South in Fargo just after 1 a.m. this morning. Smoke was first reported in the building and a small fire was found in the kitchen of a second floor apartment. An adult male was found inside the apartment and taken to a local medical facility in an unknown condition. The fire was quickly extinguished with damage estimates at around $35,000. A man who crashed his car after he fled from police in Grand Forks facing multiple charges. 29-year-old Juan Gutierrez facing felony charges of fleeing police and reckless endangerment along with misdemeanor charges for drug paraphernalia and leaving the scene of an accident. West Fargo's Battle of the Badgers Blood Drive back for the holiday season. West Fargo's police and fire departments going head-to-head in the competition to see who can collect the most blood donations from the community and you can help decide who wins. The Blood Drive hosted by the West Fargo Conference Center at the Double Tree by Hilton, which runs next week from 11.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Wednesday, 11.45 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Thursday, and 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Friday. October's Halloween winter storm hurting North Dakota's oil and gas figures that month. State Department of Mineral Resources reporting production dropped 3.7% from September to October because the blizzard the last few days of the month, blowing ice and snow, shutting down several facilities, meaning between 50 and 90 barrels were not captured. However, experts say the weather in November and December will lead to a rebound when the final numbers are published. A statewide monitoring platform showing COVID-19 cases in Minnesota have steadily climbed this month. University of Minnesota's wastewater tracking dashboard monitoring 38 treatment facilities across the state. Many seeing increases in virus detection. That's between 10 and 120 percent increase in the last two weeks. Health officials say that usually is an indicator that more people will seek treatment for COVID-19 in the next few weeks. Those officials say holiday travel, a lack of updated vaccinations and waning immunity will also lead to more cases of the virus. 
And according to the U.S. Census Bureau, North Dakota has reached a new record population, 783,926 people. Their increase following a dip in population that occurred from 2020 through 2021. North Dakota among 42 states that gained population in 2023. Minnesota also part of that crowd, but they're slightly below the national average. While it wasn't certain what areas saw the most growth in North Dakota, officials say Fargo and West Fargo likely account for much of that growth. I'm Ty Schoenert with WDAY and WDAYRadioNow.com. Looking at our forecast here from our Skywatch Weather Center, we have our chief meteorologist, Dean Waisaki. Dean, when's this fog going to start rolling out of our area here? Uh, hopefully early afternoon. Uh, should start to improve from the west. So uh, we've dropped a freezing now here at the studio, so please be careful. And why that's a big difference is this fog can cause some slippery travel on those bridges and overpasses. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. be careful around the FM area. We've got some real thick fog going on right now. Zero, near zero visibility uh, out in Lakes Country, and we're not far off from that here with uh, less than a quarter of a mile here. So leave a little extra time on your commute in this morning if you are working today. Temperatures at 32 right now here at the studio with a light south breeze. Uh, just out to our west, much cooler, uh, 23 in Castleton, yet it's in the low 30s in DL. A little freezing mist up around Grand Forks, low 20s, and 34 in Wapaton. We're looking at that dense fog advisory that's in effect this morning. Fog should lift as we head into the afternoon. Some limited afternoon sun with highs in the upper 30s. Areas that do see a little more sun could uh, warm up into the low 40s today with the light south-southeast breeze. Fog rolls back in tonight. With lows near 30, so again, could see some scattered slippery travel on Saturday morning on those for the, from the freezing fog. And then uh, winds pick up a little bit Saturday afternoon. That should scour out some of the fog with uh, 10 to 20 mile an hour winds out of the south-southeast. We'll have highs in the mid-40s. If we see enough sun on Saturday, could poke into the upper 40s. And for Christmas Eve, we'll have that storm system rolling in out of the desert southwest. Uh, it's, again, doesn't look like a major deal here. Uh, in fact, uh, some of our overnight model runs are really downplaying this now, but we'll still set, have a little rain-snow mix changing to snow on Sunday. It looks like an inch or less at this standpoint here in the FM area with all rain in Lakes Country. Highs in the low to mid-30s on Sunday, so there might be some scattered slippery travel Christmas Eve, but not foreseeing a big deal. And then Monday should be quiet here in the FM area. Uh, as the storm system redevelops to our south with highs in the low to mid-30s on Christmas. Uh, Christmas night, if you're heading down f- near the Alex area, that storm system might wrap that moisture back in uh, on Christmas Day as far north as about Alex, and some of that could be in the form of freezing rain. So that's something we'll keep an eye on to our south late Christmas Day uh, into Tuesday. We'll keep an eye on that. Awesome. Thank you, Dino. You got it. Pick six with big game James McCarty is going to be coming up in a little bit. And, of course, because it's the holiday weekend, our winner will be announced on Tuesday. We Tuesday. Want, yeah, I want you guys to get involved in that. Winner gets a $20 gift card to Village Inn. Precision Concrete Cutters Ram Jack North is the sponsor of our pick six competition. What? <laughs> what are you looking at? I was, looking wondering, at me. I was wondering if we were going to do this other read. And what time? Is, what day is it? It's Friday. Friday? What? What? Are you talking about beverage wholesalers? Yes. No, not yet. Okay, that's why I, was, that's why I didn't say anything. Patience, grasshopper. I can't see that far away. I didn't know what you were doing. You were just trying to get my attention, and then I looked, looked him in the eye, and then he got afraid. Well, there's a different way I get your attention, Bonnie. <laughs> I know. 807 National, hey National News from ABC coming up. Then big game James McCarty is in with our pick six. 
From ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. A recorded phone call obtained by a Detroit newspaper against former President Trump appearing to show he tried to pressure election officials not to certify the 2020 election results. This Detroit News report shines new light on Donald Trump's efforts to apply pressure on local officials. But in his indictment, special counsel Jack Smith notes that three days after this reported call to the two Wayne County GOP canvassers, Trump had the Speaker of the Michigan House and the majority leader of the Michigan Senate in the Oval Office. Both said afterward that despite the pressure from Trump, they didn't see any evidence that would change the outcome of the election. ABC Stephen Portnoy, ABC News, has not verified or confirmed the recording. Meantime, President Biden today making a number of announcements, including an executive order going after financial institutions that support Russia's military in the war in Ukraine and relief for some Americans with marijuana convictions. President Biden today announced he's commuting the sentences of 11 people currently serving what the White House says are disproportionately long sentences for nonviolent drugs. Drug offenses. Due to reforms, each of these individuals would have been eligible for reduced sentences had they been sentenced today. The president's also issuing a proclamation to pardon additional marijuana offenses, including for use and possession on certain federal lands. The president said in a statement, America was founded on the principle of equal justice under law, and his administration will continue to review clemency petitions and deliver reforms. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. Airports nationwide jammed all day as holiday travels is in full swing. Right now, this morning, it is looking incredibly smooth. We aren't seeing very many of those cancellations or delays at all. But keep watching that weather. And if you can move your flight a little bit earlier, that's even better. ABC's Gio Benitez in Houston in the west, a powerful coastal storm dumping torrential rain for two days straight. On the U.S. economy, the Commerce Department reports consumer prices slid 0.1% last month. You're listening to ABC News. Bonnie and Friends on WDAY Radio, AM 970 and FM 93.1. Ah, the glorious winter months. The crisp air, cozy sweaters, and that sinking feeling you're spending more time in your basement. Don't worry about it. Precision Concrete Cutters is here to brighten up that basement with an egress window that'll let in more light than an airport rum- runway and provide a speedy escape route when that special someone's parents come home. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't let your basement hibernate this winter. It, too, deserves a little vitamin D and an e- exit plan. Precision Concrete Cutters, they'll turn basements from blah to tada. Visit PCCND.com, and our man, Big Game James McCarty, is here looking at all NFL games this weekend to pick. Um, some ones that I think should be somewhat easy to pick. Other ones, there's one on there that's going to be really, really tough. Well, I you, listeners you say, struggled last week. You can say all you want, that there's an easy one to pick. That's always a lie. Oh, no, number four. That, that's... Well, there's a reason for it, though. That's what have, I'm saying. There's a science behind it. I think Not really. Last week's pick six winner had four games right. That was that was it. Four mm-hmm. games That's all he right. needed. I know. And there you go. Well, you had to use the tiebreaker for it, too, mm-hmm. I think, right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, there's, there's like a score. Yep. couple of people with four, right? All right. So, as you know, know the drill, WDAYRadioNow.com. Go to the top right corner of that yellow hot links tab, and then click on the pick six, and you're ready to rock and roll as we head into Christmas. Game number one of the week, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers, a divisional matchup, a backup quarterback against an offense that doesn't know how to score. I think, and I, I think the Steelers aren't they on their third quarterback now? Because didn't they 
bench Mitchell Trubisky and put somebody else in? I didn't know that they were playing a quarterback still, personally. Now, I thought Tr- they stopped doing that about a month ago. Trubisky mm-hmm. is marginal as a quarterback. All right, so I trust Cincinnati's offense more, but I do trust Pittsburgh's... Jace Browning, baby! I trust Pittsburgh's defense more. Yeah, man, but at the same so. point, I do trust... The Bengals to score twice more than I trust the Steelers to score twice. So that, give me the Bengals in this one on the road. Cordell Volson and company get the job done. Game two of the week, the Buffalo Bills at the Los Angeles Chargers. Give me. That's a identify that. Josh Allen and the Bills, man, they're rolling. Yeah, mm-hmm. They've won a couple of really tough games the last couple of weeks, and they're starting to get back into the playoff push. And if they can sweep out here the rest of the season, they could win their division still because oh, they – if they sweep out, they would end up winning both games against the Dolphins, yep. who yep. lead the division. Have they played the Dolphins at all yet? They, they played them once and they beat them. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Yep. So they they currently have the tiebreaker, even though the Dolphins have them by what two games, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, there's still opportunity for that one. Game three of the week, the Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. C.J. Stroud, I believe, is going to play. Is he? Uh, I thought he was still out. Is he still week. out? I think it, regardless, I, I think it's Case Keenum playing against uh, Joe Flacco. I don't know if anybody that, had that on their bingo card at the beginning <laughs> of the year. Regardless of, of if C.J. Stroud does or doesn't play, and the Texans are at home and they've done a great job this year, Joe Flacco, he's got a little swagger. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, Delaware mm-hmm. product, Blue Hen legend. <laughs> Blue React. I just love the defense of the Browns. Give me, give me Cleveland in this one over the Texans. Ooh. Game four of the week. You said this is easy, Jace. So Dallas Cowboys yeah. at the Miami Dolphins. Why is this easy? It is easy because the Cowboys are not the same team on the road as they are at home. They're undefeated at home. They've lost four times out of seven games on the road. Plus, they're playing a, a pretty good Miami Dolphins team. Yes. Take Tua and the Finns. All right. Cowboys, 10-4 and four on the year. 7-0 and oh at home, like you had said. Yeah. 3-4 and four on the road, and they're about to fall to 3-5 and five because Tua and his Dolphins are going to get the job done. You yep. guys yell a lot. You know that? <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't really do a dolphin. <laughs> That's where you were going with that? <laughs> that was like a dog, wasn't it? <laughs> I couldn't do like the little, like the little choppy cut out. I mean, you might want to cut his mic. That's a killer whale. That's a little. <laughs> the, the, the fin flapping, did that help on the radio? I'm flapping my arms right now trying to act like fin. <laughs> We've already got Jeff, Bob, and Larry with their picks filled out. You're taking too much time, James. Because <laughs> we're trying to naturally give dolphin noises. Well, that's, that, that's what people, you know, that's what they come for. They don't come for the cowboy impersonation. Yee-haw, cowboy. My hat. Uh, the, this, the next game, I think this is the game of the weekend. This might be, oh, quote, yeah. unquote, the game of the season. Baltimore at San Francisco, James. Who are you taking in this Two one? teams vying for the top seed in the respective conferences. The Ravens. Some weeks you wonder, they they have a receiving court. Other weeks you go, they don't have one. Yeah. Regardless, they have a great defense and a Pro Bowl quarterback. And the Niners, when healthy, Mr. Irrelevant looks like one of the top five or six quarterbacks in all he the does, NFL. Yeah. They have two of the best players in the NFL, with or without the football in their hands, as versatile as they get, and their defense is to be reckoned with. Who's Mr. Irrelevant? Brock Purdy. Purdy. He was the last Iowa guy State. taken in the draft. Uh, now, he here, was the last here, pick of the 2022 draft. Here's the thing. The over-under going into to the game, according to the website I'm looking at, over-under is at 47. So that's like a 24 to 23 game. I think it'll be hit. a little bit score, personally. Um, Lower. I mean, this isn't the game that we have to pick the score, but 
I I really think this one will be like a 21-17 type of game. Do you know already know who the favorite is going into this game based on the line? The the Niners should be. I just don't know what the number is because they're at home. The Niners uh, are are the is favorite. Is it two and a half? No, five and a half. Really? According to this one. Really? Wow. And, and I, I would put the Niners as a three-point favorite. So if it's five and a half, the spread. Now, of course, we're not pros at this, but I mm-hmm. would... I would take the the line with the Ravens, but I think the Niners are still going to win. I because if the Ravens lose by five or less, you would win that bet. Yeah, bet. exactly. Yeah. And I would think that the the Niners would win by like a field goal. And that's what I think. I think it's going to be a the score prediction I gave twenty one seventeen. I think yeah. that's mm. that's going to be a score. I think you take the under on it. I think you take the Ravens on that. But I'm going to take the Niners for the victory mm-hmm. in that one because they're at home and, and it's going to be a fun game though. That's going to yeah. be. A uh, a slugfest. I mean, somebody's going to get sucker punched, and then they're going to get it countered right back to them for sixty minutes. Yeah, that's going to be a fun football game. All right, your last game, your beloved Vikings on the road <sighs> against Detroit Lions. Nick Mullins and company. What happens? It's just, hey, I was, uh, <laughs> did you Spoken get that? Like a true Viking. Exactly. Did you get that? Oh, no, for a little bit, for a little bit, it sounded like you sounded like the uh, per, uh, the doc in uh, in Back to the Future. Marty, <laughs> 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 the frustration comes up because we we want them to win, but can they win and will they win? It's well, so freaking stressful. Can they? Yes, technically, will they? Will That's they? a different they story. 17 to 3 in Cincinnati in the fourth <laughs> last week. They lost 27 24 overtime. They gave up three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. <sighs> they had given up two touchdowns in the last 11 quarters up to that one. And they gave up three in like a 12 minute span after that. That's you know? kind of like uh, Chris Farley and Tommy it's a Boy. Kick Wait. right into the grapes, Chris, man. Chris Farley and Tommy Boy looks like uh, it looks at uh, David Spade after the door falls off on his car, <laughs> and he goes, "What'd you do?" That's what James is looking at the score with the Vikings game. That's exactly how he was looking in my not after the game wrapped up. I was yeah. just like, "Why? <laughs> Why me?" Yeah. We're we're homers, so if the Vikings want to make the playoffs, they do need. They to win, need to win yeah. at minimum one game against the Lions, if not both. And if they win t- <laughs> on Sunday, they still have a chance at the division. Believe it or not, yeah. If they win, I have no idea how, but they do. The Lions need the Lions need one victory to win the division because the Vikings. But are if the, best. the Vikings win out and they would t- they play the, the Lions, Packers, Lions. If the Vikings win out and the Lions lose out, the Vikings yeah, get the division. That's the thing; they have to lose out. There's that game that they don't play yeah. on the Minnesota Vikings. Is that the Packers game or is it a Bears? No, I think game? they play the. I, Look it up to be safe, but I believe it's the Bears it's, because the Vikings play the Packers that off game. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah then. yep. Because I looked, at, I accidentally looked ahead. <sighs> so you, your faith, your faith is in the Bears to beat the Lions. Good luck with that. I never said that it was <laughs> foolproof. <laughs> Vikings thirty-five, Lions thirty-one. Woo! Book it, put it, bet on it, go to the casino, whatever you want to do. It's gonna happen. Now, how is it gonna happen? Uh. That's why we're going to watch the game on Sunday because no matter how I explain it, it's not going to be right because this team just doesn't understand how to but look, not stress people look, out. Look, if you right, need money right. for Christmas, though, don't take James's uh, gambling advice no. on the Vikings. No, no, no. Well, I would. He, he bets with his heart, not his not his head. It True. depends on the week. It depends on the week. So there's that. <laughs> it's usually your heart. Yeah, it is. If I was a betting man, I would probably. Take the Lions on the spread. There you go. But this is for pride. Now, when do we have to have our picks in by? Do you know? Should be tomorrow. It looks like tomorrow. Is it tomorrow based at on noon? what I'm looking. Because I think tomorrow at noon, I believe. Game. So yeah. tomorrow noon? Okay. Yeah, I believe it's noon tomorrow. There so, you go. WDAYradio now.com and uh, 
click on the hot links and uh, it'll take you right to the pick six. Fill that out. Brought to you by Precision Concrete Cutters, Ramjack North. Whoever gets the most picks right wins a $20 gift card to Village Inn. And you boys are both gone next Friday, so it's me and the boss, Woo! JT. Are you leaving us notes or I'm just going to come up with my own stuff? All you have to do is tell them it's available and read the read the, read the promotional research. intro. I do research. It's you up can to tell you. people. I, mean, I used to be sports so, director. You know, you guys aren't I the know, only I, ones that can do sports. Yeah, I know you were all formerly a sports director. You've job. told me that every time, <laughs> Bonnie. That was in St. Cloud, though. I just like to flex on you guys <laughs> once in a while. You know who I am. I'm Bonnie Amistati. In St. Cloud, though, you get jobs based off how tipsy you are. So, <laughs> Who's the least you were thriving drunk in college radio? Who's, Who's the least drunk? Who, Who can do the sports today? Who, I can. Who's not slurring that much? That's true. You know, I'm going to get in trouble for that one, but you know what? Take that, Huskies. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking like a true dragon over I'm here. I'm a Husky woman. I'm very proud. No, of that's not what we're talking. That's a no. different kind of Husky. I'm a Husky woman. <laughs> no, you're pretty average size. What kind of huskies are you talking about? Dogs. <laughs> Their mascot at the school. You guys are on two different Saint topics. State huskies. Yes. Yeah, that's what she's saying because she's an, she's an alum. Of and I said you're. I said you're not. A, you're not a husky woman. You're kind of average. I size. saw the way you looked at me, and you took it differently. <laughs> I'm Rude. a husky man, but I'm a dragon at heart. There All right, you go. that's, yeah, like that's, that. that's what your. There pan, we go. That's we, what your pan size is. I, I kid you not. Husky. Um, oh, my, yeah. my great grandmother growing up, she Big used boy. to. She used to say uh, that I was husky. Yeah. And um, so my great-grandma would say that because she was very blunt about stuff. Yeah. And my grandma would try and make me feel better by saying, oh, I was fluffy. Aww. Either way, I was like, now I'm looking back, an eight-year-old me, I don't think I was winning either of those. <laughs> no, you were Either way, you're adorable. Whether you're like, husky wait, or fluffy, we love you. Like, you're not husky, Jimmy. You're fluffy. Aww. Oh, thanks, Grandma. Can I have another cookie? Jimmy, you're just a fluffy boy. Like, what kind of a household did I grow up in? You're adorable. Everybody loves you. Thanks, James. Merry Thank Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas from all the folks at Beverage Wholesalers. They hope you enjoy time with friends and family over the holidays. And they remind you that it's also a great time for giving. Thanks and saluting those who make it all possible, our military and first responders. You bet. And they also want to thank all of you who participated in the Breast Cancer Awareness Campaign in October with Vizzy and Miller. Because of your help, Beverage Wholesalers was able to donate more than $21,000 to Edith Sanford Breast Cancer Awareness Campaign. That's $6,000 more than last year's donation. So what was the donations last year, Bonnie? Quickly. I'm, you're in charge of math questions. 15000 15, I go. know. I'm good in math, but I just like you do the thinking. <laughs> and when you enjoy your holidays, remember when you tip back a beverage, salute and give thanks to those who serve. Our military and first responders out there for us every single day. Merry Christmas from your friends at Beverage Wholesalers in Fargo. It is 822. We just have bacon on our mind, and it's probably gone already because Steve Hallstrom is making us breakfast here. But we're going to get to the American Ag Network. Janae and Ronnie slide in from the coffee club and maybe in seven minutes we can maybe get that last little crumble of bacon just in the lunch couple, and we'll fight over like it one okay? egg left and just a few pieces of bacon yeah i think you're being optimistic with a few i am pieces trying to be bacon. Optimistic. we'll see all right coffee club's in next limited volatility expected ahead of friday's livestock reports you're listening to the american ag network i'm jesse allen with this market update well, cattle just couldn't find sufficient buying interest to support the market Thursday. Steady cash is factored in. 
It looks like it may be a reality. Some trade has developed in Nebraska, 170 live at 270 dressed here this week. Iowa seen light trade, 268 to 270. It's a bit surprising both sides have been holding uh, without doing business up until the final day of the week and ahead of the holidays. Business may even wait until the cattle on feed report is released after the close of futures, which may not be more beneficial to either side if it comes in near expectations. Cattle on feed numbers as of December 1 are estimated at 102.2%. Placements estimated at 95.9%, with marketings at 93.3%. Traders will most likely continue to position themselves ahead of the report and the three-day weekend, which is probably going to result in some sideways trade. Box beef was mixed with choice up $2, select down 33 cents yesterday. Now, more of what we saw Thursday may dominate the trading Friday in hogs as traders position themselves ahead of the quarterly hogs and pigs report and the three-day weekend. Some light spreading was done to reduce risk, resulting in February and April closing higher. National Daily Afternoon Report showed a surprising gain of cash. It was only up 14 cents, but higher nevertheless. Cutout showed a loss of just a penny, rounding out a non-eventful day. The estimates for the report Friday are for all hogs and pigs on December 1 at 99.6%, kept for breeding at 98.7%, and kept for marketing at 99.6%. Saturday slaughter expected to be light at 53,000 head, as some plants will be dark for the weekend. You're listening to the American Ag Network. The average American eats 250 eggs per year, which translates to a total annual consumption of 76.5 billion eggs in the U.S. About 60% of eggs produced here in the U.S. are used by consumers, and about 9% are used by the food service industry. A chef's hat is said to have a pleat for each of the many ways you can cook eggs. The color can range from white to deep brown. Hens with white feathers and earlobes lay white-shelled eggs, while hens with red feathers and earlobes lay brown-shelled eggs. Because breeds that lay brown eggs are typically slightly larger, Larger birds, they require more food, making brown eggs usually more expensive than white. You can tell whether an egg is fresh or stale by dropping it in water. A fresh egg will sink, but a stale one will float. Eggs also contain all the essential protein, minerals, and vitamins, and egg yolks are one of the few foods that naturally contain vitamin D. And eggs are also good for your eyes because they contain lutein, which helps prevent age-related cataracts and muscle degeneration. These farm facts brought to you by the American Ag Network. We expect cash cattle and hog trade steady to lower in hogs. Futures mixed for both. Meantime, overnight grain trade is quietly mixed with corn, soybeans, and wheat, all trading about unchanged to three higher. This is the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen reporting. You're listening to Money and Friends on WDAY Radio. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for being here. Bonnie Amistani, Jay Stenman, the Coffee Club, Janae and Ronnie of Slidden Studio, Janae with her Macy's department store perfectly wrapped <laughs> yeah. presents, and I was just showing Jace mine. Looks like a toddler wraps. So I was in my house. I was watching it was an animated show, but I was watching a show and they were they had, one of the characters has problem wrapping. And they to the they said to the character, Remember when you wrapped that uh, gift and your mom actually accidentally throw it away because she thought it was garbage. <laughs> that's had, like, had, like, had, like, a like, I was going to say, toddler, that's still pretty good. Yours kind of looks like a monkey rabbit. <laughs> the thing is, I don't care, and my family expects nothing more out of me either. You that's what you want. You want those low expect- lower expectations. You exactly. should me have them wrap them one year for your, your family be like, what happened? I've been practicing. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they wouldn't fall for it. They know me. <laughs> it takes like patience to wrap things nice like that. And, it it yeah. does. I I don't I mean, have patience. I don't want to open these. They're too nice. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Ronnie's the presents. Ronnie is never going to open. I took a picture so I can remember how nice they look. Well, one of them's got an ornament as part uh, of the it wrapping. Does. It you does. spend yeah. extra money on little yeah. tree topper things right. that you put yeah. on your presents. 
Yeah. <laughs> she's got a reindeer. She's got like cranberries or something. And I can't, you know, on another one. It's surprising that Janae is this extra for something. Oh, she's a lot of extra. Stop it. <laughs> You're a lot of extra with a lot of things. But we love you. Look at what I'm wearing. I am not I extra. I know. I mean, it's, it's casual day and you're wearing a formal gown. I mean, what that is ridiculous. Why did she yeah. ask us yesterday, who's wearing pajamas tomorrow? I want to wear pajamas. Who else? We all look at her like, mm, no, we're not she, wearing pajamas. But the shows, problem, up, shows up like she's going to have breakfast at Tiffany's. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, her her uh, her pajamas are like the, the uh, silk ones with the matching robes. Feathers exactly. on. Exactly. It's got a tear as well. from Green Hello, darling. I'm here in my pajamas. You look like you're in a ball gown. That's not that's not pajamas. Oh my goodness! I work with a bunch of liars. Oh no, there's video. There's video evidence. Yeah, Janae and I, I love you, and we love each other, but we're opposite. I'm like low maintenance, and she is over the top high maintenance. I don't get what's so high maintenance about me. Everything. Really? You wear pajamas one day, and you act like that's low maintenance all the time. Sometimes it's the hardest to look within ourselves. I go to the grocery store in my pajamas and my pink slippers. That's because you just got out of bed at that point in time. Pretty much. (laughs) Or I go home and put my pajamas on and then I need something and I'm not changing again. Well, at least there's that. You got that going for you. But we don't have any proof of that. We'll take your word for it, I guess. Fine, I'll start taking pictures. Thank you. But heck, can she make Christmas cookies? Thank you for the cookies you brought in. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. I was totally caught off guard. I told you this, Janae. I was totally caught caught off guard with the uh, peanut butter balls. I can't believe you've never seen those before. No, I haven't had that. They're my favorite. haven't had that style. I mean, I I thought it was going to be a cake ball. Like, you know, like you take the cake and you mush it up like with... Like a cake pop. pop. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you never was, had the actual peanut butter? Is, what is it? Kind of a little peanut bit... Butter small, peanut butter and powdered sugar yeah, and rice krispies. Yeah, see, I don't, don't put rice krispies in mine either, and I don't oh, know if oh, I've maybe had them that way a, either. Maybe that's why it was, oh. uh, seemed different. Maybe I've had that style without the rice krispies, yeah. but I thought it was a cake pop, and all of a sudden I was like, mm. oh... This is peanut butter and cookies. Those are my so, favorite. Yeah, that they was, did uh, the snap, crackle, pop in his mouth when he yeah. was eating I love peanut butter, so those are my... The turtle ones, though. I haven't even tried those. You oh. need to give me those that recipe. Yeah, those were delicious. Bonnie and I were trying to break it down in here exactly how those were made because, I mean, you got the cookie, it's got caramel, then a little a glob of caramel in the middle, and it's got nuts all over it, and I, I didn't quite know how the whole process of putting that one together worked. Talent. Mm-hmm. Well, I and, didn't and her, even her cookies are high maintenance, but they're <laughs> yeah, delicious, they thank you. <laughs> Talent. They, they, they still end up in the same place. What's coming up on your Christmas show today, Mr. Ronnie, with a big smile on your face? Well, lots of uh, Christmas spectacular. Uh, I have to apologize because, uh, you know, I do have a gift. Uh, I got one here in front of me, several from my from my co-host. Oh, you forgot her gift? I forgot it at my house. Oops. Go get her some so eggs I, and bacon on the lunchroom and yeah, wrap I could it. do that. I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Wrap it up. Put um, on it. But I will be uh, in for a one-day showing next week, so I will I will bring it. Oh, there you go. There you go. Are you doing yeah. the show Wednesday? Yes, I am. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do it like the last batch of cookies that she was bringing in that she never brought in. <laughs> okay. I forgot. I've got, it. I've got it for you. Don't worry about Three it today. I'll bring in it in. Row? But what's sad is that I came in later that afternoon and forgot them again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I hate and hate them. All right. And I see the game is in here. So categories coming up on the show, too? And Epic Companies, yeah. All right. We're doing Christmas categories today. Ooh, that sounds nicely like done. Well, Merry yeah. Christmas to you guys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. We got bacon on our brains. Let's yeah, get out of here. Too. I think yeah. it's gone. I'm looking Aww. forward to a very body Christmas with Charo and Lamb Chop and yep. everybody. It's very yeah. merry. Yeah. Yeah. Very merry very Bonnie, Bonnie Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> you guys you mess, mess her up every time. <laughs> Be listening Christmas Day for our very Bonnie Christmas. I'm going See, to. I, I got it right this time.
last time. Beginning at 5 a.m., all your favorite personalities are part of it. It'll go until 9 p.m., so tune in. Everybody have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. You bet. And stay tuned for the Coffee Club. Janae and Ronnie, that's up next. It is 831.